right, this is Patrick. I am the gentleman with me, Pat Danny. Not Patrick, Danny Danger, uh, and this is uh, FOW Live, FOW Radio, the FOW Radio Network. Danny, how's it going tonight? Uh, it's going pretty good, man. We're uh, you know in the midst of uh, as you know one of my favorite times of the year. We've talked about it, and we'll talk about it probably more later. The G one. We're almost at the end. I'm wondering what I'll do with my life once the G1's complete. We'll figure that out. Yeah. But there's always more wrestling. You just have to find sure. the right station. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll have to play more with like the double dose of New Japan to end the year with the rest of the Super Juniors and yeah, the from- uh, World Tag League. So you, you'll get yeah. a breather. You'll get a breather. For like yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, get yeah. a breather for a few weeks, and then the next tour starts, yeah. Yeah. It's just in, the, in between tours, I kind of don't know what to do with myself because right. New Japan is has so many shows. It's uh, it's kind of like you're watching it every day just about. You know, five, four or five days a week, you got a, a three-hour New Japan show to watch. Right. Well, uh, I'm still catching up, uh, so... Uh-oh. But it's it's been great. We're get, like I said, like we said, we're just gonna save it all till it's over. Uh, next and then next week we'll just go on uh, on on a on long rant uh, for it. But uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been quite a, quite a week. Um, another week in the in the Thunderdome. Um, I got an email yeah. yesterday from uh, Ticketmaster. Okay, uh, and. Uh, well, they told me that um, my event had been canceled. I had tickets for a Royal House show on November the 15th or 16th. Uh, in so they, Macon, they waited until within a month. They waited till within yeah. a month to tell you, basically. Yeah. I Which, guess they were holding out, hoping that it, would, that it wouldn't be canceled. Right. Uh, and, well, the funny thing is, I... I didn't know what was go what was gonna happen with the shows. Still planning for it to happen until yeah. yesterday, until a few weeks. No, we, yeah, it's about a week or so ago that I read that um, uh, that they had renewed their contract with the Amway Center to continue uh, the uh, Thunderdome shows uh, through yeah. November. So when they said that, I'm like. Uh, it doesn't look like they're having a house show in the middle of November. And yeah. yep, then uh, this week I got notice uh, and I'll be getting my refund uh, yeah. sometime. Seven in, to ten uh, business days probably. No, no, no it's, it's 30 days. They, they, 30, they 30 days for a refund. Golly. I think I, I got my um, – I, I got my – WrestleMania refund in I think less than two months. Le- um, it took that long to get the refund. Golly! Yeah, Re- refunds right now are are happening at a much uh, lower pace. As the queen of uh, FOW, Mika Vilas joins us from uh, uh, location unknown, and uh, Eric, of course, uh, always. Uh, What's that word that they use for people who have to work in COVID? I forget. Um, Essential. Essential. Essential, yeah. Essential. Essential. Well, I wasn't late because of work. I was late because I was playing Among Us. Well, look. Okay, Among Us. Uh, Look, I I, I know that you guys 
we'll, we'll get into that in a second, but come on. Uh, November 15th, no show. Eric, you say you had a ticket for NXT in Atlanta. Any yeah. updates? Um, as far as I know, I still have a ticket to NXT in Atlanta. Give me a second, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, because so me and Eric were talking, me and Daddy were talking. Uh, I got the news from Ticketmaster a couple of days ago that my event November 15th is canceled. In Mine it. is still Wait, going on. Yeah. Wait, was this the same event? No, 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 no. no, no. Mine was in December. Was the Raw House Show. Yeah, my that's NXT. Raw House Show. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually paid to see say. the main event guys, you know, not the uh, development guys. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see the terrible Whoa. show. That's right. You're going to the show oh, with the rapist. Um, which which and one? This is. Damn, hello, yeah. and shoot, week, ladies and gentlemen, here on FLW Radio. Welcome back, Mika. <laughs> wow. Know, right? with, we get salty with, sometimes, with a, come on. With a bang, a consensual bang, but with a bang, nonetheless. My there you gosh. go. No, it was non-consensual, <laughs> according to her tweet. Uh, according to her I'm tweet, like, goodness uh, gracious. I'm, I'm talking about my welcome here, okay? Everybody oh, else, hey. Hey, and more hey. Hey, 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 ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look. Wow. Uh, they, they, they still should get a Grammy for that one. Uh, yeah. It, it, interesting. Um, the, uh, you know, I, I was telling Danny also, I, I figured my event was going to get canceled when I found out that uh, the Thunderdome the lease for the Thunderdome had been extended. Uh, extended so, through November. Yeah. yeah. So w- when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, um, not happening. Uh, and honestly, I'm up. Yeah. I'm assuming they're going to go to the end of the year with the Thunderdome, honestly and truly. Um, it, it, it does not behoove the WWE in the midst of all their, Ooh, their troubles with um, alleged alleged rapists and the COVID <laughs> scare that they've had um, with superstars and people on their staff getting COVID. It, it is not good for them to open up limited tickets and let people in and heaven forbid let somebody gets in. raped or COVID, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I would, I would assume they're going to wait till next year and kind of reevaluate. That's my assumption. I have not talked to Vince. He's not taking my calls anymore. I don't know why, but he's not. Uh, well, can you at least get him to give me my two hundred dollars back then? Damn. Hey, you paid that uh, much. Again, paid like he's not taking my bucks. calls. Any- <laughs> no, I paid that much. It for was a front wrong row. House. Yeah. yeah. It, he's not taking my calls anymore. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I cannot help. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Guess I'll just eat my donuts and. What kind of donuts do you have? Krispy Kreme. Oh, I got donuts. Well, only the best non-sublime donuts. Oh, oh. Um, I have Dunkin' Donuts and I have a pumpkin donut. Yes, I do. Basic AF all year round. No, thank you. I don't know Dunkin' like that. I don't know Dunkin' like that. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to start drinking um, Starbucks drinks for next year. Yeah. Um, I look forward to that. Um, for the next year? 
Yeah, at least at least win a contest. I'm gonna drink at least forty five <laughs> drinks. Damn, uh, why? They they gave me six thousand points because oh, I got their credit card. Oh, you got a Starbucks damn. credit card. I don't even have the fucking credit card. And yeah. I work there. I... So, so <laughs> but you get a free drink every day you work there. So it's be quiet. Uh, multiple free you know? drinks, but so whatever. Okay, stop I, bragging. I mean, if you if you want to share the points, hello, you know my card is always open. There you go. Uh, well, I I can't do it that way, unfortunately. No, so so the way the deal is, yeah. yeah I, I looked the fine print. They they specifically say that. Uh, well, no, they they I got you. They Misha, came out worry. with since they came out with this credit card. Um. They, they had this gimmick where they were going to give you like 4,500 points if you applied. But the thing also costs $45 a year or something like that. So I'm like... Oh, it's huh? an annual fee credit yes. card, man. So, so, I, so, I was, so I thought, well, let's see how many drinks versus, you know, how much does all these drinks cost versus how yeah. much, you know, the fee and everything. So it's th- it made sense. But I was still like, you know, I don't drink Starbucks like that. I mean... I usually only go once a year when it's my birthday. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of like Jersey Mike's, right? Yeah, Brady. of course. And, uh, and, well, then, you know, COVID happened. And uh, then they said, hey, we'll give you a credit card. Spend 500 bucks, which I did it, as soon as I got that card. And they said, um, we'll give you 6,500 points. Mm. And, and because right now we're desperate, no annual fee. Okay, hold up. We ain't desperate. We ain't desperate. Uh, Eric, we still, Eric, we Eric. still making money hand over fist. We ain't desperate. Eric, 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 you're expensive, sir. You know you got a raise. You're a little expensive. They need to kind of figure out how to pay you and not exactly. straight from the company, okay? Hey, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Oh. We're one of like six or seven companies that our stock's still going up. During the uh, pandemic, so we ain't hurt because they get we they ain't hurt free because they're giving out free points. So that's because we're making money. So yeah, so they said, you know, hey, they gotta pay for essential Eric, okay? Um, God damn right, they gotta pay my paycheck. That's the only essential paycheck Eric. that matters. I like that. I like that. So yeah, so with that being said, um, I, I got the car, spent the five hundred dollars, and then I had to wait till my. Billing cycle closed, so they gave me the. Uh, uh, yeah. So now, Mika, you know, what the hell are you doing? Oh, you can hear that. Yes. <laughs> she, you forgot to hit the wait, mute all, button. Wait, all of that's not <laughs> yeah. me. Quiet. Wait, wait, all of that is not me. The pots There's and pans banging at you. Yeah. Somebody's in the big no, room. Did... <laughs> like I only did one pot and pan, so if you heard more, like. Like just now, I just did it, but like not before. I thought that was somebody. I thought that was you, Eric, cooking or something. I ain't cooking. Right. Now, oh, okay. I, 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 I know. I know that Danny's gonna hate this, but I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, better to ask for uh, forgiveness and this permission is what I hear. If it's Big Brother, I, I'm not caught up. No, 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 no. It's not okay. that. I, I don't. I don't hate Danny that much. Um, there you go. So uh, I only know Tyler got evicted. That, yeah, that was bullshit. like two weeks ago. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. Uh, but what was it going with this? Among Us. You brought up Among Us, and you're not the first person to bring this name of this game 
this is like the third time this past uh, two weeks where I've heard <laughs> this Among Us. What is Among Us? Do you know the game Mafia? Like where you all like close your eyes and then you have to like find the killer or whatever? Yeah. It's essentially Mafia, but on, in a video game form. Okay. All right. And I'm really well, good I'm at it because I'm fantastic at lying. Well, you know, I, I, I am the best big brother player that's never played the game. Um, I, I will say that this is like my kind of game. I own two games that are similar to that. Um, murder, uh, Deception, Murder in Hong Kong being one of them. Mm-hmm. And then um, what's the other one? Resistance Avalon, which uh, you basically are, are tasked to be go on the mission together, but there are bad people among us that try to fail the mission. I'm not going to yep. bore everybody with details because Danny's probably cringing about the fact that he's had to hear about this. Uh, when I had to... G1 we could do a Big Brother update um, from you know from Tyler getting evicted. I will, because, you know. I will kill all of you if you talk about Big Brother because that's what I'm doing after I get off this podcast. Yeah, I'm no, not hot. Anyways, last listen. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not cut up because we did talk about Tyler getting evicted two weeks ago when it happened. Yeah, I I, I but, just watched yeah. it like two days ago. So yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm it way gets better. Um, mm. wait, no, did he go? Out- Two weeks ago, Tyler yeah. was last mm. week. Was he? <laughs> yeah, because it was Tyler and Christmas yeah. last week. That happened two weeks ago. Yeah, the triple was two weeks ago. That's right. Well, this week uh, it's it's a tearjerker. That's what I'm gonna say by that. Because as Danny has said before, this is not defense of Big Brother Network. Oh uh, my God! If yeah. Memphis gets eliminated, I might cry. Real te- tears I, of happiness. I, I will not give you a spoiler. Um, I, I hate, I hate Nicole. Okay, let's go. Oh uh, my too. god! How do you hate Nicole? I, okay, last thing I'll say, I just hate Nicole too, and I'm glad that she was evicted on week two. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Then he's like, wow. I'm gonna get a joke, but uh, okay. I don't, I don't uh, know if they, I really want to. Danny, let's, there was let's two start. people this year na- named Nicole on the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let, let's start with with some wrestling now. Okay, let's get this show What's on wrestling? the road. Uh, well, uh, this is probably one of your favorite subjects, Eric. The WWE 2020 draft. Uh, Stupidest draft format ever. Because they drafted people that were already there. Tell us how you really Yes! Oh my God. It's my not God. a draft if they're already on the freaking brand. Uh, in, 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 uh, in, uh, in, actually, in this order, we're going through the whole entire draft. Raw drafted. Where, 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 where is the volume on Eric, though, for real? Can we turn him down? Thanks. Yeah, I know, right? Golly. I stream. That's all I need to do. I'm good now. I, I'm the queen, okay? That's gimmick infringement. I'm gonna need you to chill. Thanks. Okay. You can lick uh, my butt. No, no, thank you. Kiss, not, uh, not, kiss my wrist. <laughs> yeah. Ru- ru- <laughs> yeah. Listen, there, there has already been enough cons- non consensual stuff happening in Indianapolis this weekend, uh, plus COVID. Oh. So Ooh. let's, let's leave that there. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 
you know, for real, for real. People yeah, get harassed, I... people get crushed, and neither, and they didn't ask for neither. Uh, Raw drafted Drew McIntyre. No, 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 no. Uh, Raw did not draft Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre just stayed on Raw because it's not a draft if he's already on the brand. Everybody they entered the were, draft pool. No, they, they all they left all their current brand and entered the draft pool. They were all yeah. up for grabs. They, 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 just, was no they just basically removed Raw. everybody. They just removed everybody from all shows and put them into a pool, and you picked. All right. Yeah. Let, let's get let's get through this list, and then you can rent some more. Okay. Then right. you can uh, scream about how you hate it. Uh, Raw drafted McIntyre. SmackDown drafted Roman Reigns. Raw drafted Oscar. SmackDown drafted Seth Rollins. Raw drafted the Hurt Business. Uh, Raw drafted Sa- AJ Styles. SmackDown drafted Sasha Banks. Raw drafted Naomi. SmackDown drafted Bianca Belair. Raw drafted Nia Jackson. Shayna Baszler. Raw drafted Ricochet. SmackDown drafted Jay Uso. Raw drafted Mandy Rose. Uh, SmackDown dra- drafted uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Raw drafted uh, Miss and Morrison and Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods of the New Day. SmackDown uh, drafted B.E. Uh, Raw drafted Dana Brooke. SmackDown drafted Otis. Raw drafted uh, the injured Angel Garza. So, thoughts on night one of the 2020 WWE draft. I know we just heard his, the hiss of, of Eric's computer. Um, the first big thing, I guess, is that certain people were already were splitting up, even though they were thought to be groups that would have stayed together. Like Otis gets drafted, but Tucker doesn't. Is Tucker injured? Um, he is not. Nobody. He is not. Nobody so they just decided that. to. They just decided they to not draft them as a tag team. They just draft Otis separately because he has the uh, briefcase still. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, the other thing is that the New Day was split up for whatever reason. Sad day. Because you can't yeah, have a good guy with friends because the good guys always have to stand and fight alone when they're going, in, when they're going into the war zone, you know? Even though Kofi Co- did, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but his friends weren't there. They weren't, like, fighting in his corner. But they, were, they were like in the back watching on the monitors. That's true. Well, it's still sad. But it's the saddest yeah. day. In the it's it's kind of strange. It's strange. I mean, eventually they were going to have to be split up. You know, we knew that they would not be able to get, stay together forever. Well, and I am kind of glad they didn't go the traditional route of like making X, them hate each other and feuding X and turning stuff. on the other group. You know, like yeah, yeah. They're and, still going to be friends. They're still yeah. the new day. They're just on different shows. It's just like New Day yeah, Fridays so that, and New that, Day that, Monday, that, basically. Nothing to be sad about. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Iconics. They're gonna. They're on different shows now, but now they're not. But they're, they're still friends anymore. But they're, they're, they're still friends. Mm. Well, the, the only reason that Billy Kay was ever iconic was because she was Peyton Royce. So, so he's a False. Peyton fan, not a not a not a Royce fan. They no. are iconic because they are iconic. Not one, not the other. Them together make the icon. Listen, uh, and I say this with all the love in my, in my heart. You're entitled to having a raw opinion, wrong opinion. So are so, you? Yeah. Yeah, but but I I, I usually don't. Uh, yeah. So where was I going with this? Uh, I, 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 I don't hate. Split. Yeah, I don't hate that split. 
you know, they're trying to do something with BE. And they want to do see... that with him and have the others together you with him still, I guess. Facts. You can't. But I believe that they oh. want to do something with him and without the new day. They want to see if he can truly get over in a certain way. He can on his stand al- if he can truly stand yeah. alone. Because he's never really stood alone in WWE. So, no. I mean, he, he had did an intercontinental title run. But... Yeah, but he was. Yeah, but that was very that was very brief. Yeah, and then he was back, kind of being. Then he then the new day formed shortly thereafter. I thought, right? Well, mm-hmm. I think it was about a year or so later. But they literally just didn't do anything with E for. That yeah, year. that was it. Because he after he split from Dolph, then they didn't really do much with him for after that. Uh, IC. Yeah, title he run. had like that two month IC title run, and then that was it. Yeah, Mika, are you taking a shower? It sounds you like water. No, running. I am not. That you wish. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our like, listeners. The, the whole Biggie thing to hold them. I mean, that's what the OnlyFans is for. The whole Biggie oh, um, and New Day. <laughs> going away from the New Day. Let's be honest. Baby faces get beat up. They get jumped by at least one, two more people. Biggie had this whole thing with was it Seamus? And Seamus is like two people. The red hair makes him a separate person or something, like two different people. So if his that boys hurts. are still around, that's pretty much how I work the redheads. Um, so if his boys are around, they're going to come to his rescue. They can't have them together and have Big E be like this strong, whatever, you know, dominant force they're going for. So they broke them up because Ian Woods, I mean, let's forget the fact that, um, not E, whatever his name is, Kofi in Woods. And Kofi, you mean the, the former former WWE champion? I mean, they forgot that. If you would break anybody up, you would figure you take Kofi away from the group, let him do a singles run again, and let's maybe recreate some Kofi mania. But no, they go for Big E because I don't know why, but here we go again. I don't see them using E right down the line, and that's the scary part. Ooh. Ooh. I, I think we disagree here. Mm, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, I don't. I, why would we? Why would we break Ian Xavier away from Kofi just to rehash a storyline from last year? Like, n- no. Let let E stand on his own. Um, have you um, not watched WD programming? Do they not rehash everything all the time? Well, I mean, yeah, but at uh. the same time, like, <laughs> it's obvious where they were going with this, like with E's push. Um, I, I think E's – you said you didn't understand why. I think E is kind of the most consistent one out of the three. Like, Kofi's get, got injury, injured a lot of – Injury-wise? Yeah. Kofi's gotten injured a lot over the last few years. Xavier's always injured, it seems like. E is just consistent, and he's more – no offense to either one of them. He's more charismatic than all than the, the rest of them. And he's E's, got the one he's thing – He's got less – He's got less mileage on his body than Kofi and Woods. Yeah. Woods on the Indies. Kofi been in the WWE system for a long time, doing you know all these, pardon me, spot monkey things when you get to you know Royal Rumbles and walking on his hands and all this other craziness. So he's got a lot of time under the hood, so to speak. E, the only thing that the amazing thing that E has not been con- hurt. With him stupid dives that he does, like I'm like, yeah. why, why, why? But 
So if they take that out of his repertoire, then maybe he'll stay healthy. But again, I, I, I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I really just don't think that they know exactly what to do with him, and he's going to get lost in the shuffle. I think we see Big E versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 37. Shut the hmm. front door. Big E versus the big dog. Hmm? Yep. Underdog babyface storyline against the head of the table, you know? So you think he stays cha- – do you think Roman stays champion all the way through then? That's a long time months. for one guy to hold the belt. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, five months is a long time for a guy to hold the belt. The long title reigns are usually the heels. It's never the face. Well, Yeah. That's the old territory story because then the, then the bad guy can go to all the towns and beat your local hero. Yep. But, I mean, Roman may be the anomaly, but I think now that we're in the middle of COVID and, you know, there's not 20,000 people shitting on it every single week, at when least in are. the arena. Well, yeah, well, I don't even know if they're doing that now. I think this is pretty much what everybody wanted from Roman from the get. Um, so they claim, but they're still going to find reasons to not like it. Oh, yeah, because he either wins all the time or this, that, or the other, or blah, blah. Um, but, yes, I, do, I think he retains at Hell in a Cell. I think whoever they throw next, whether it be uh, Rollins, which wouldn't make sense. Um, I guess Otis has to do something with the briefcase. Um, shit, I don't even know who else. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I think he holds it through Mania. He wins the Rumble. Interesting predictions. Hmm. I mean, I could see that if if they give E the the big baby face push, because there's with Roman turning heel, then like that he was essentially their biggest baby face. So now you yeah. have to build somebody else to 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 combat him. Yep. And mm. and honestly, looking at the roster right now after the draft, I don't really see many top quote-unquote faces for SmackDown unless you want to count, like, Kevin Owens, I guess, could be a, a threat. Brian, if he comes back anytime soon. Uh, do you count Apollo as a top heel or a top face? I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say top, no. Not right now. Yet again, a proper proper story could elevate him, but he was just feuding for the U.S. title, and U.S. title never really screams top. And that's pretty yeah. much it. Um, so the hurt business, yeah. Getting, I mean, you get five, no, four people, all of them, four people. Yeah, the, you get to get the whole group in one in yeah. one uh one bid. Yeah, that's great. Um, so there there was a, a supplemental. Draft uh, during Talking Smack. Uh, Road drafted Umberto Carrillo. Um, SmackDown drafted Murphy. Raw drafted Drew Gulag. SmackDown drafted Kalisto. Not the Lucha House Party, but Kalisto. Uh, and then Raw realized. Huh. And, and then Raw realized, hey, uh, you know, Otis is attacking, uh, and they, they drafted Tucker. Uh, so, so basically, they, we get the continuation. Split. No, they're split. No, I'm saying we get the continuation of the Rollins-Murphy-Mysterio feud on SmackDown now. 
Yeah, mm-hmm, we do. But there we well, there we had the answer. Otis and Tucker are now split, uh, which you know we'll see how Tucker uh, does on his own in uh, in, in on Monday nights. Uh, night two happened this past Monday. Uh, Raw drafted Bray Wyatt. SmackDown drafted Bailey. Raw drafted Randy Orton. SmackDown drafted the Street Profits. Raw drafted Charlotte Flair and Bro Strowman. Uh, SmackDown drafted Daniel Bryan. Raw drafted Matt Riddle. SmackDown drafted Kevin Owens. Raw drafted Jeff Hardy and Retribution. Um, see, SmackDown drafted Lars Sullivan. Raw drafted Keith Lee. Uh, SmackDown drafted King Corbin. Raw drafted Alexa Bliss and Elias, who's back because the world hates me. Um, SmackDown drafted Sami Zayn. Raw drafted Lacey Evans. SmackDown drafted Cesaro and Nakamura. Raw drafted Sheamus. Raw drafted Nikki Cross. SmackDown drafted Ziggler and Rude. Raw drafted R-Truth. SmackDown drafted Apollo Crews. Raw uh, drafted uh, Dava Kato. Uh, and Titus O'Neil, SmackDown drafted uh, the new Carmella. Uh, Raw, uh, no, yeah, SmackDown. Raw drafted Peyton Royce. Uh, SmackDown drafted Alistair Black. Akira Tosawa, the final pick of the second, uh, the second full day here uh, by Raw. So yeah, uh, Billy Kay goes undrafted. I think the biggest takeaway from this night is, holy shit, Titus O'Neil still has a job? We knew he had a job. We just didn't know he was yeah. actively wrestling. His job has always been like as, a, as an ambassador. True. That's, his, that's, that's his more important job. It was more, oh, he's still listed as an active competitor. <laughs> that's the bigger question. Good point. But also like Charlotte being drafted, I thought she was still on kind of extended leave. I didn't realize she was going to be coming back to competition anytime soon. She's Maybe probably not. She was have to have the thought queen she was getting drafted. ready to pop out. thought she was going to get yeah. ready to come out and pop out a baby or something. A little, uh, little La Sombra. <laughs> La Sombra. Yeah. Um, in the supplemental picks for Raw Talk, Lana gets drafted by Ross. Magdan drafts Natalia. Raw drafts uh, Riddick Moss. Uh, why is who knew he was there? up there? Um, who knew he was up there? Huh? I thought he was back no. in NXT already. No, no, he was in the underground. Oh, he um, was. That was why he got in. Okay. Yeah, SmackDown uh, drafted the Riot Squad and Raw drafted Arturo Ruas, the one and sole pick from NXT. So, quick question. <laughs> Are the Riot Squad ever going to get their tag team title match? <laughs> uh, they were number one contenders, up. and then they got co- the the champions got COVID. Now we're just we're supposed to have forgotten that they were number one. No, contenders? I think they're still number one contenders. It's, they're just waiting for the champions to come back, uh, and then they'll well, they were bad. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you get it right away. Yeah, you want to hold out for a bigger show with bigger money. Are we are we holding out for Hell in a Cell? Maybe. Okay, I mean, hell in a cell pre-show probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's where that's where all three of the good people in that match deserve to be. Yeah. Wow! Don't talk about Naya at all because she sucks. Um. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where all three people involved in that match. I know. 
did I did I dream about them having the championship match or what? Because I yeah. thought that Ruby Ruby tapped out to Shayna for the that championship was a match. That I, was a different. I think match. that was a singles match. Yeah, that was a different match. No, that, that was that was that a was tag match. match. It, really? it it was like a month ago. I don't if you're thinking correctly. It was longer ago than since they Ooh. won the the number one contendership. Was, this, yeah, wait, start okay, thinking so this correctly, past, Mika. This, this this past Monday, did they not have a tag title match? No, they had a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's title. No, all the women were okay, in. Okay, fine. Never mind. Yeah, it. I, I apparently I'm up. did okay. So you might she be did, right. She did Shayna, she did tap out. But that was like several weeks ago. That was before they weren't up once again the number one contenders. I think Shayna and Nia interfered in the Rumble thing. I don't know. I was barely paying attention. No, no, because I didn't see the Rumble thing. I saw a tag match with Ruby and uh, that girl versus Shayna and that that girl. girl. Damn, she doesn't even get a name? Liv doesn't even get into that? Liv gets to that girl? She. I mean, Liv's uh, not great, okay. but she's but she's fun. She's on, better than on, Nia. On occasion, she, she hasn't hurt made. anybody this yet. Not that occasion. And? This is not that occasion. Mm. That's not that occasion. But again, because Shayna and um, what's her face worked over Ruby. They worked the arm and like stomped the arm. It was like really nasty. The 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 freaking that work was on like this girl's that, arm. I think that was that is that was since that was before. When they had a title shot beforehand, like several weeks ago, and then they were then later they had the number one contendership match where they won the number of contenders. But I think that match was like a month okay, ago. Okay, fine. Whatever, I mean, I, I, I know mean... what. I think so. I think you're, you're thinking I, of like a match that actually it actually happened. You're not crazy. It just happened before well, you think it did. Okay. So your timeline's I mean, off. Crazy, you're not but... totally imagining things. So basically, we just gonna keep fighting these girls until somebody gets better. In who, the are the other, or, who are the other? I mean, who are the other tag teams? Yeah, who we don't have any more tag teams. We already split up the other one. We split up every tag team. I, you let Kyrie. You should have split up so she could go to Japan <laughs> and be I mean, the Japan they, promoter they there. Stop she, her. Well, yeah, but they, but she's still on the payroll. She just WWE Japan is all she's doing. Yeah, she's doing promotional work in Japan. Apparently, also the the word is she's. Scouting Joshi promotions to try and get other people. Um, so that's yeah, she's probably she's up there doing. saying, "Please stay away, please stay away." <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but then they split yeah. up Iconics. They split I up. Think, but, um, you know, they tried out a new tag this, team. Didn't they have this other team of Dana and and Lana? They split them and uh, no, Dana and Natalia. No, it was Dana and no. It was it was Dana and uh, Mandy, and now and then it was Lana and Natalia. Yeah, and they and they're all, all Dana, and they're on separate. Lana and, uh, and Natty are on different shows now. Why does Dana have a job? I don't know. That's it's only because she has Titan. a bop of a theme song. Because her theme song's no, awesome. That's why that's... she has a job. Yeah, her theme song's good enough for her to keep a job. Ow, 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 ow. Get a new person then. Can we fill in the blanks with a different blonde? That's all I'm asking. That they like this suck. blonde though. Yeah, well, they have problems. Okay, all right. You're right. They broke up the tag teams, but 
Nia and Shayna don't need to be a tag team. Shayna needs to be challenging for well, a singles title, and Nia needs to go back to wherever it is she was. One at. of them doesn't need to have a job. Forever. There you go. Can Nia be the head of the table? Can we see a feud between Roman and Nia for who's who's the head of the table? <laughs> no. Cousin Ooh. versus cousin. Yeah. No, and then Tamina. And There's Tamina, only one true uh, one true head of the table, and his name is Dwayne Johnson. Alright? You, you don't go. count. No, nah, Roman Reigns is the one that puts the food on this table for the family. Oh, please. Listen, listen. He look, Roman Reigns may put the food on the table, but let's not forget who made but the that rock table, owns right? the table. The rock owns the table. Okay, that's yeah. the point. The rock yeah, Roman the might sit at the table. head of it, but the rock owns the table. Mm-hmm. No. So Hollywood, the Hollywood, the Hollywood A-list, the Hollywood A-list movie money bought the table. Okay. What does the Miz have to do with this? The number one highest-grossing uh, actor in no. all of Hollywood. We know the Miz right. sucks. It's no shock. Okay. The Miz does He's not, not the... suck. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. Just because he says he is doesn't mean he is. He know, is. Right? Mika, where are you? Back me up. Miz does not lie, okay? Well, Miz is awesome, and I don't know why you would say that he sucks. The Miz is consistent. He's safe. He's great. He gets the bang. Maurice, that man has the life that everybody should want. Hell, I want to be the Miz. Are you kidding? He, Just he, like his he old t-shirt said, haters love him because he's awesome. Look, you know, his uh, missing missus. Show got renewed. It's about to show up again. He, you know, he just came off uh, hosting some type of competition show, and he Cannon just got uh, and and he just got a, another gig doing another show. Um, I mean, he's the gotta, face you gotta of USA Network. You, you got to give him. He is props. Mr. USA he Network. Has, Mr. USA, you know, he's doing. I like, but he's got to do all those jobs. I mean, you know, how how else can he afford Maurice? Exactly. I mean, she's got expensive, expensive and she's worth it. She is. She's, she, she's, she's very rich. Uh, but yeah, uh, so notable things here. Um, it, you know, with uh, Ruas here out of nowhere, uh, coming out from NXT. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, that, I mean, I like him. I like what, he, you know, and he's an interesting one. Um, just want to see a little bit more. I feel like we really haven't gotten to see much um, of what he's done. You know, he's done some house shots and maybe a taping here and there. Uh, but yeah, yes, I, it'll be interesting what he actually does. There's there's promise in this guy, uh, and I think he even appeared uh, on uh, on the underground as well. Uh, which this is. This is probably the only person Triple H is willing to give up. Like, you know what? Every time I send one of my kids up, they get screwed. Here, take this. Yeah. I don't care about them. Well, they every just time somebody home. comes, every time somebody comes down, they always hide the uh, the undisputed era. Yeah. Well, they just sent a whole ass stable up to in, uh, to the main roster. I know. And, and they, they shipped were one of them back down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. So here's the weird thing, though. I get they had contracts, etc. But why, as a as a as a brand owner, ambassador, etc., would you 
want those guys on your show when they've made it their mission and they've said specifically their goal is to destroy WWE. Thank they're you. going to hurt people. They're going to they're going to attack people that aren't necessarily wrestlers, that kind of thing. They're literally going to put everybody on your job at risk and try to destroy your job. So why would you give them a job? It makes why no would sense. you go, I'm raw, I want to draft them. They're gonna. They're, they want to destroy everything. That sounds like fun. Let's bring them over. It makes no sense. Well, you know, maybe they'll destroy it, it less. Destroy, right, destroy it less. Right, very own. Draft them to raw. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, right, since, since gaining Ali is the leader. Since gaining Ali is the leader, they dropped. They sent Mercedes back down. Yeah. So the I was best thing that's that. happened to her career. So, well. <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't know that yet. So the free agents. You might be joining Robert Stone again, okay? Oh, God. Formerly known as Retaliation. uh, There you go. (laughs) And she was as Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Shorty G was announced uh, to be drafted, uh, assigned. uh, SmackDown signed the following free agents. Shorty G, Billy Kay, Tamina, and Selena Vega. Uh, and then I would just say why. Yeah. For them. And then and then Raw signed uh, Eric, not essential Eric, but although surprise, Warriors, I'm on Raw guys. Viking Ra- or the Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders Eric, yeah. I can't remember what they call it these days. Um, Viking Raiders is yeah. the last time thing they called Ro- him. Yeah, yeah. Royal Ro- signed him, and he also signed uh, the, the Lucha House Party. The remaining members, because they split them up, apparently, yeah. right? So, uh, let's see. Uh, Andrade went undrafted. Um, Becky Lynch yeah, uh, is on maternity leave. Uh, the big show... Uh, he just shows up. Well, he's kind you know, of whenever. semi-retired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bo-, Bo Dallas is still undrafted. Uh, Ooh, the forgotten for funds have truly re- remained still forgotten. Been forgotten. Yes. Yeah. Since, still forgotten. Uh, yeah. Since they they, they became uh, too political for the daily. Um, Ivar, Jimmy Uso, and Jinder Mahal are out with surgery. With injuries. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Injuries. Uh, Kane still, while still under contract, is fulfilling his other job as uh, in, in playing the role of the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Uh, Maurice is just not doing anything. Mickey James was not drafted, and Mojo Riley was not drafted either. Uh, yeah, so more free. Mickey's there. a little bit of a surprise, yeah, <laughs> but you know the rest of them are kind of like okay. They don't work regularly, but Mickey works on TV regularly since she came back from injury. Right. She needs, yeah. she needs to go back to Monday so she can be the Monday Night Mill. That's her That's her role in life. The Monday Night go. Mill? Really? That's, that's what she was, that's what she was doing. She was doing a hashtag as the Monday Night Mill. Yep. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's PG or not, but... It's not. That's why it just stayed on Twitter. She was the Monday Night Milf is what she was calling herself, but she was doing like the hashtag, and then they moved to her SmackDown. She's like, well, I guess they don't want me to be Monday nights anymore. Has yeah. Mickey worked during COVID? Ooh. Yeah, she has. Because 
Okay. I'm like, because she, you know, with yeah. her having a kid at home, she's also got a yeah, husband yeah. who's in. Uh, she's you know... worked the last, she's worked within the last couple months. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe, um, maybe with the COVID scares at work, the Monday Night MILF wants to stay home. She's them, worked within you know. the last, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. Well, never mind then. She's yeah, just she on SmackDown, good. right? Or she was on SmackDown, I thought. If I remember correctly, I always get mixed up who's on what show because I forget what day of the week it is half the time. Yeah. <laughs> Do days of the week even exist anymore? And now, now you've seen more? I forget the date a, a lot, too. I remember the days of the week more than I remember what, day, what the date actually is. What the hell was that? That was Eric, Eric reading gasping. his list that he's very excited. Gasping. We'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. Calm down. Calm down. Put your pants back on. Um, wow. How do you know? <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> wow. I shared the list with him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so interesting. Uh, time will only tell. Uh, what will come out of the draft? Uh, but yeah, this this is what we got to work with. Um, now let's talk about some news that apparently are making Eric uh, the opposite of very unhappy. As PWI uh, dropped their gimmick 100 uh, best uh, female wrestlers of the year. Uh, of course, this used to be I think uh, top 50. But, it was the fifty, yeah. Until yeah, last but, year, you know, but yeah, as the as the women evolution has run wild on the, the wrestling world, they now up into a hundred. Uh, and yeah, let's take a look at, at your top ten, and then we can discuss others as, as we go along. Uh, but in, in in exactly the actual particular order, um, you got Bailey at number one. Becky Lynch at number two, Oscar at number three, Charlotte Flair at number four, Sasha Banks at number five, Hikaru Shida at number six, Tessa Blanchard at number seven, Rio uh, at number eight, Io Shirai at number nine, and Mayu Iwatani at number ten. Um, if anybody has a problem with number one. All I have to say is, uh, ding dong, duh. <laughs> she was champion for the entire year. Bailey I mean, pretty much. Punk. There you go. She wishes. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, it was. Um, Don't die either. No four thirty three. No four thirty four yet. Okay. Don't be jumping. Don't, don't be jumping the shark. Is she gonna start drawing a line in the sand and screaming it's clobbering time? <laughs> I don't I think she reads comics. Me. I don't think she reads comics. Her man does. She's too busy being Karen. There you go. Karen doesn't read comic books, okay? Karen watches oh, re- repeats of General Hospital. Oh, God. I think it's telling that the she top watches four... there you go. She watches repeats of friends. That's it. She I think it's friends telling that the top four is all four <laughs> horsewomen. Um, well, pretty much. Except for Oscar, the top yeah, five. Oscar's, Oscar's, in Oscar's, the, Oscar's the fourth, really. Oscar's the the leader of the four horsewomen. Okay, surprise. She's, mm. Yeah, I, I mean, it, you think of the first five, and that basically they were at the top of the divisions. Charlotte Flair is is in there a little bit more than I wanted to, just based on 
Length of Title Reign versus the others. Um, but and then you get you know Hikaru at Rashida at number six. I think makes sense because yeah. she's been putting on great contests, leading the division over there in AEW. Tessa, I guess, gets number seven nod because uh, she was not only the women's champion, but then she was the she was the man champion. in TNA. Yeah, yeah, she was the man in mm-hmm. TNA. She was the Impact champion. Um, Damn, what racist on this list. Well, I'm, you knew she. We knew she was racist before, though. It wasn't like that. She was racist after she won the belt. She was somebody, racist before. Somebody kind of like blew my mind today. All that happened in January. It seems like it happened last year. Like so long of, ago? All of it happened in January, and I was sitting here like, there's no way. And then I looked it up, and it really was this year. that it It's just fits. 2020's been like 10 years long. It's, 2020's been like 10 years long. It's the worst year in the history oh of my, years. It blew my mind. <laughs> but then you get EO, and you, re- you get Riho, and EO, and Mayu, and makes kind of makes sense because Mayu's been holding down stardom pretty much most of the year she's been yep. kind of the top dog there mm-hmm. and eo when you know eo dethroning uh dethroning charlotte flair for nxt ch- championship gold and just having mat- great match after great match and riho's had success since going back to japan so it makes sense to have her in the top 10 as well and is her AEW contract? Ever. yeah i, I don't know say. if her contract's done because she's been wrestling in japan consistently the last couple months I don't know if it's like a working agreement contract or she got kind of, you know, stuck over in Japan until she can get a new visa. I don't know. But or she's been working over in Japan. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works hmm. with her. It's a overall, I don't I mean, it's a solid seven. Top 10. Yeah, outside of number seven, I don't really have a problem with any of them. Well, and Um, and the problem isn't with number seven is more who she is personally, not who she is professionally. Uh, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Professionally, in the in the the kayfabe sense, it makes sense. She's just kind of a pos person. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the tops, in terms of the top spot, I had went back and forth between Bailey and Oscar. Yeah, Um, because Oscar's held multiple championships, but there was time. When Asuka didn't hold any championships. This yeah. is true. Where I don't, it, it and then I don't think she, Bailey's really had, had that her, time for long. Yeah, yeah Bailey has been the full year as champion. Yeah, and, and I yeah. think if you compare even the tag team runs, Bailey and Sasha had a, a very heavily positioned tag team run. Or Asuka yeah. and uh, uh, it, the way that she was positioned. Kyrie, uh, it was still yeah. more about Asuka and Asuka Kyrie, team. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, more... and sometimes he felt like even filler than anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, overall, I like this top ten list. It's one of, I completely. There, there's some pieces I might move around here or there, but I, I, I but think they'd still be in the top ten. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you might only... move the order around a little bit, but they all make sense to be in the top ten. I think the only one I would move out of the top ten is Rio at eight. And I would replace her with Rhea, who's number eleven. I'd have Rhea well, at ten, EO at you have eight. To, you give Rio because she's the first ever AEW Women's mm-hmm. Champion. Yeah, that's why that's you give true. her the top ten spot because she's the first ever. She held it for several months. It was um, a prominent position you know. in such a big deal of a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. It was. I'm just saying, in my personal opinion, I would have her at eleven. 
A uh, couple of other ones at uh, the top 10. In the top 20, you got, uh, of course, Rhea, Jordan, Grace, Shayna Baszler there. Um, then we get to the top 30. You finally see uh, Kairi Sane uh, and Allison K. Uh, Alexa Bliss and the, for, the artist formerly known as uh, Retaliation. Uh, Diona Parasso also running the top 30. Uh, Eva Lee, uh, who knows she has signed with AEW 31. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Gargano at 34. Um, Lou Fisto at number Carrier? 35. And yeah, the big yeah. thing with the big thing with Lou Fisto at number 35 is that she and Natalia are the only women to be in every version of this women's list since it's been around. Yep. Her and Natalia oh, are the wow. only two that have been listed throughout the entirety. Of it, several of the others hadn't wrestled yet or whatever. Her and Natalia, the only two, and she's at thirty-five. Natalia's somewhere down in the fifties. Natalia's at fifty-three. Uh, so Lufisto and Natalia are like the Jushin Ligers of the women's list, yeah. as Liger uh, was I've, listed twenty-nine years in a row in the uh, top five hundred. Yeah, uh, a, fr- a friend of the show, Su Young, at forty-four, uh, returning Tony Storm at forty-five. Um, let's see here. Peyton Royce, 57. Uh, Kiara Hogan, 60. Yeah. Nia Jax is 69. I'm surprised they didn't put it in higher there, but, uh, I would think, yeah, I get, well, she spent a lot of the time period injured injured because they do their, uh, their periods different than, than the calendar year. Right. Killer Kelly at 89. I mean, she basically was nowhere to be found after she left uh, the Ring of Honor. So I don't think she wrestled anywhere else. Um, Killer Kelly? Yeah. She was NXT UK, not Ring of Honor. I think you're, th- I think you're thinking of Kelly Klein. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yes, you got my wrong Kelly. Yeah, he's thinking wrong, of Kelly Klein. Yeah, wrong Kelly. Wrong. Well, what was Klein at? Getting the wrong Kellys. Klein's not in here because she hasn't yeah. wrestled. Kelly hasn't wrestled since ROH screwed her over. Since ROH screwed her contract over, she hasn't wrestled at all. Okay, but Killer Kelly's wrestled a lot of places. Killer Kelly wrestled at the Uh, at the collective this past weekend in the Bloodsport tournament women's tournament. Did she get COVID? No, I don't know if she got COVID personally. I haven't talked to her yet, but um, she's supposed to call me after this, and and yeah, she's going to let us know the results of her test once she's done. Um. I really like number fourteen being Thunder Rosa. Now that we kind of we kind of skipped over her, but Thunder Rosa just literally tearing it up anywhere and everywhere is now the NWA Women's Champion and taking that belt everywhere and anywhere, including AEW Television. But I think that that happened after the um their uh their period the time of time period. their yeah right. mm-hmm. I can't remember what they call it, but their um their grading period. Grading period, yeah, I think that happened. Her being on AEW television afterwards, so, but when she came into to NWA Power, she was brought in as a huge deal. Won that belt, has defended it multiple times. Um, even before then, was t- has been tearing it up. Um, you know, easily one of the best competitors. Um, pound for I would say even pound for pound, I think she's one of the best competitors yeah. running great. today. I like how she I, came she up just, to Talia. To Talia so. Oh yeah, she always comes out to Selena songs. Yeah, was it Selena? I think the no. one that, 
No, she comes out to Selena. Selena. Yeah, she always comes out to Selena songs. That's always her big it's thing. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Texas thing. That's her her domain. She's from Texas. Yeah. Selena no way. Yeah. Listen, I've played her song. I yeah. swear it was a Talia song. Oh, God. Maybe I think she it's Selena. It. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she had it one time. Because I, I remember she played it. Because I remember looking for her songs, and I think she played a Talia song at some point in the Indies. But... But uh, but yeah, I can't remember what she plays now. But it's uh, and regardless of of what entrance music Dunderosa used, it's it's a strong list of one hundred. You got a good mix of people in there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even even people who who you may or may not think would be in in a top one hundred. Some of them have made it. Um, it's a little bit l- compared to the um. The men's one, the men's top. It's a little bit light on the Japanese talent, and I get that because they're not. Most of the Joshi oh. talent isn't as big in the United States. They haven't, you know, they're they're big in Japan basically. So there's not a lot of of non. Yeah, you know, I mean, like apart, you know, you have you have Mayu at, at number ten, and then number twenty I mean, you have Momo Watanabe. Yeah. There's but five really, that apart from that, that are like primarily Japan. Yeah, that are primarily Joshi right. promotions. Because you've got Mayu, you've got um, Momo, you've got uh, Bia Priestley, and then uh, Hashishita at 65, Matsumoto at 68, and that's pretty much it for your stardom. Yeah, and then you have like. I mean that's pretty much it for any main Japanese center talent. I get that it's it's not Joshi wrestling isn't as big here as New Japan or even AJ you know AJ all Japan pro wrestling. What a shame. Well, they're I, hopefully they're working with that. You know now that Bushi Road owns Stardom as well as mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully they're moving towards Western expansion. You know trying to build a profile up um but it's just that's the thing that the thing that i noticed is that it is compared to the men's list it's very japanese light yeah but as far as japanese talent because 160 on the pwi 500 was faye jackson and she's on this women's list as well so you know yeah so there's a paler if i'm not mistaken yeah max the impaler was on both as well yeah Mm -hmm. but faye jackson is like number four was she 40 41 something like that I remember she was tweeting and she tweeted earlier and she's like, what are you doing, PWI? I'm not that good. (laughs) She's like, why am I so high? I'm not that good, I swear. But her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Damn right it does. Listen, uh, uh, you know, COVID COVID (laughs) and sexual harassment aside, she was actually one of the positive things that I heard coming out of uh, the collective. This past weekend, so. I, 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 not that I need to, but I will vouch. I will vouch for Faye. She is really good people. Um, I, I've had interactions. And what we were, and while we were wrestling, cool. this dude literally came up to Mika and was like, "Faye, I've been looking for you all weekend. Like, I can find you." Yeah, he was like, "I've been looking for you all weekend. I couldn't find you." And I'm like, and, and I was like, I was like. This isn't Faye. Promise me. Trust me. I saw Faye earlier. This isn't her. 
Um, I said, you know, you might be looking for the wrong person or you just have the wrong name, but this is not Faye Jackson. Somebody has been um, drinking a lot already. No, they, he wasn't. They, uh, it, he wasn't this was he Saturday wasn't, night. He so wasn't it, drunk. It was, after the, it was after the fan fest. So he could have seen her at the Queens of Combat table where she was pretty much most of the day at the uh, at the fan fest. And then he was just yeah. like, Saturday night at midnight, he was like, Faye, I've been looking for you all weekend. And it's like, that's so not her. <laughs> that was so we God. could say that Mika's milkshake brought that one guy to the yard. <laughs> there we go. Oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. I, I shared that story with Faye, and she was like, you should have charged him for a picture. I know. <laughs> a picture taking the 10 bucks. How much does she charge for a picture? You she, she wouldn't have gotten mad. That's the thing. She would have thought yeah. it was funny if she heard that you charged a fan for a picture of her. Some wrestlers, like, will get mad. Like uh, like our friend uh, our friend Shin, he, he said the, the other guy got mad when he found out that he, like, took a picture of somebody. He was like, yeah, sure, I'm him. Whatever. Take a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what would be funny is if one day I, I, she, if he had taken the picture and then, and and then like, uh, years he later had, he shows the pay. Well, no, he, yeah, let's say he would have printed it out. He's like, oh, next time I see her, I want her to sign it. And he sees yeah. the actual thing. And he's and... like, this doesn't the same woman. This is an imposter. This is an imposter, Faye Jackson. But, yeah, I met the real see... Faye Jackson two years ago. Oh, this is not yeah. her. You and, are not and, her, and, miss. But, but, but she was still like, no, she would be like, ah, she would still sign the thing for him. <laughs> And she'd still charge him the money and sign the picture. Yeah. 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 I'll take another picture. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mika Villas. Oh, Lord. The the artist formerly known as Mika Villas. Yeah. There you go. You are now Mika Fay. Mika Fay. Mika Fay. Can we call her NWO Fay? Oh, jeez. <laughs> really? NWO Fay? No, FWO Come on. Leave it on brand. FWO Let me get... Oh, God. I'm done. I'm done yeah. here. Look, moving on. <laughs> All right. Congrats um... to number 61, Charlie Evans. Uh, you, yeah, and then, I, I would uh, I would rather Sue be higher on the list, but that's just me. I mean, I know their grading Sue, period yeah. is weird, but she was champion um, earlier this year. Her her of course her character work is always spot on. Um, yeah, big time story she's, and she's been Susie, she's been Susie for the last few months doing the Wrestle House and not wrestling as much. I think that's well, the that's big the thing. problem. Sue Young is that she has, and we don't know where yes. Sue is now. Now it's just yeah. Susie. You can't mm-hmm. you can't grade two different people. Okay, did you Impact did you jokingly plays that well Impact jokingly said that they signed Susie and Sue Young to contracts. So they base mm-hmm. Im, even Impact online is joking they're two different people. So well, that's what well, they Sue Young Sue Young only wrestled for X amount of time and then she <laughs> went away. Okay. So Sue Young So K Fabe wise all post all the Susie stuff though. It's all Susie now. <laughs> Well, well, her Twitter posted the um, the uh, the, the article listing. or the the, the listing, oh. and it and it, it redacted out the name Sue Young. That's funny. <laughs> you don't see I Sue. like that. <laughs> I was funny. just like, why is this scratched out? I was like, oh, because it says Sue Young. Oh, because so it's Susie, not she, Sue. Yep. Right. So, 
I was like, well, this is cute. So yeah, Susie is still in in control, I guess. But Soo Young made the list, so maybe next year Susie will make it. <laughs> maybe both of them will make it next year. That'll be fun. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, and of course, this is with Shanti Blackheart, the host of NXT's Halloween Havoc at forty six. Uh, so that's a cool one too. Uh, but yeah, I think we can all agree that had Becky Lynch not uh, become the soon-to-be mom, uh, then she would, without a doubt, still have kept her reign uh, in the world pro wrestling as the top woman uh, in the in in every division, and would have been number one on this list. Maybe but I alas, agree. She would have. Yeah. She would have. Maybe. I mean, because come on, if you look at it, right? She would have been here. She would have done every single show that WWE has put on. She would have been on top. You know, I think that, you know, Asuka would still have been in the, heavily involved in the uh, tag team division. She would have not won the women's championship. Um, and, yeah, so I definitely do think she would still be the man to this point. Uh, but, alas, um, She's yes, out she there. was a lass. She was a last kicker. A last kicker. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a last until Seth touched her. Now she's not a lass anymore. No, she's, she's still a lass. Thanks. Think a lass is is girl. He gave woman. up. She gave up a. She gave up a little last, and that's what she is in this predicament now. Just oh saying. shit! Ooh, Why would goodness. he tweet that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, so Sorry, I'm scrolling coming, through Twitter and Lance Storm just broke my brain. Well, good news coming out of uh, the uh, out of uh, the draft. Uh, Daniel Bryan is returning to SmackDown on Friday this Friday. So, good job on that. Uh, Ring of Honor has been having shows uh, <laughs> yes. in Maryland, and it looks like. Uh, you know, so Wait, far so good. Uh, everything has been well. No positive test. However, uh, you know, m- there were some talent that that appeared at the collective. So apparently, they will they will be dealing with them. You know, not in a negative way, but they will be extra cautious with them. So make sure that uh, the ca- the the tapings do not bring any anything out there because. Uh, yeah, I believe out of the don't bring your collective, collective cooties in here. Yeah, don't I forget about the, the big return from Ring of Honor. Do tell us the trend. Matt Taven has returned home to regain what is rightfully his. Wait, when did he leave Ring of Honor? He was injured. He was just injured. Yeah, he didn't leave Ring of Honor. Uh-huh. He was just injured. But he um, is returning to uh, reclaim the top spot in Ring of Honor because it was never taken from him. I got confused well, for a second. I thought it was Mike Bennett, and I was like, who stole Maria? What the hell's going on? But okay, I'm with it now. Yeah. That team. The program. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the collective, Dan the Dad, AC Mack, and Kabenaman, Dan, uh, all tested positive for COVID. Um, no, wait, AC, oh, names. shoot. 
AC Max going going in or now since they've coming left? out coming the, out the they tested positive. Okay, mm-hmm. so who was the, who was the one who was positive going in? Do we know who that is, or has that uh, name I, been revealed? I didn't know anybody was. Okay, I well, I heard that it was that somebody tested positive. And supposedly didn't tell anybody. Tell told that's the big thing that can't. That's the big heat that's supposedly going around is that at least one person did do a test, tested positive, or they didn't take a test but had symptoms and mm. still went and wrestled anyways. Well, isn't that supposedly where the, big the one thing that's is. getting all the like the hit or whatever? Like everybody on Twitter is pissed at him. Yeah, I mean, I did hear that he uh, he had he tested positive after coming home, so he may have been symptomatic or non-symptomatic at a collective. So maybe that's who who it makes sense because other people were definitely just came out and they just so yeah, I think he might have been there. It's just Uh-oh. stupid. Interesting. Yeah. Like I'm tripping. Like uh so this collective thing, I know they tried to do the right thing. They had it in the middle of supposedly, you yeah. Know, middle of nowhere, yeah. Or whatever. But the risk was there. I mean, the risk was of there course. and and no matter no matter selling. how you set it up with fans, the risk it was still gonna be one locker room. And a bunch of people in and out of this locker room. No matter how many you allowed in that locker room at a time, people are still going to be coming in and out before, without yeah. getting clean. 100%. Yeah, because this is wrestling, and they're not clean people in general in these locker room yeah. areas. But but yeah. I'm just like dude, rammed in there like sardines. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is so so bad. <laughs> what I don't get is people taking pictures of their positive tests like. Saying that you were tested positive wasn't enough. Are you mean negative? I guess the positive. I like these people have been like posting their positive tests. Like I know Cabenadanman did, AC did. I, I just don't get the point of posting. Like you were positive, all right. You don't have to brag about it. Yeah, but, I think it's maybe to show people that it's real because a lot of people still think that it's not real. You know, that it's not as, people... it's not as serious as it is, yeah. Well, that, that's because nobody has scary. the powerful body and genes that, that the president does. Mm. There you go. They can get over it in a day and a half, two days. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, be in the, the hospital got it. and then come out in a couple days and be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is blowing my mind. So I just need to ask this question: If Sasha Banks wrestles Tony Storm, what time is it? That was uh, Lance Storm's tweet that you got <laughs> mad. Is it yes. boss time or Tony time? Is that what you it, mean? It has literally broken my mind. I've been Mm-mm. sitting here thinking of this the entire time. Damn you, Lance Storm. Why do you, why do you have to pick one? Can it be both? It can't be no. Tony time and boss time. Why not? Because my Michael Cole's got to yell one. Well, Michael he can't Cole yell would both. yell for Sasha Banks. He wouldn't yell for Tony. So. Michael would scream it's boss time and then Corey could scream it's Tony time. There you go. When they when they come out to their individual entrances, yeah. <sighs> it's boss My time when one hurts. comes out and Tony time when it comes out for the other. Yeah. My brain hurts. 
Well, it'll be all right. Um, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, no, that's not about it. We're not going to talk about the problematic stuff, but people, uh, don't be alone in the car with wrestlers. You know, period. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. There, this this wasn't alone in the car. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll touch base on this because I, I read it and I talked to some people afterwards because, um, Logan Stunt acted inappropriately with a, a young lady who was there at the collective. Um, she, like a lot of people who are involved in wrestling, she happened to be a gear maker. This is not like her first time meeting or talking to Logan. Um, they were, you know, friendly, but not that friendly. She just asked him to come outside with her to her car while she smoked. Not unusual. Like it, it has happened before, you know, Plenty of places I've, people have asked me, hey, come outside while I do something. It's not unusual. But once they were outside, Logan got inappropriate and um, uh, made her feel extremely uncomfortable. She told him. He kind of still persisted, um, but he kind of got distracted. Uh, somebody kind of walked around or walked up or whatever, and he went away. But all that weekend after, she just felt, you know, Pretty much violated and anxious and what have you. So fate three. Yeah, he he. Oh, yes, he is a very little person, and Couldn't I she had just like extended not... her arm out and he. Like... <laughs> oh, Again, yeah, well, yeah. Like shouldn't have to. Like that's the whole. No, point. yeah, you shouldn't have you to. Should... But I mean, like, right? Pun his ass well, across the field. They, no, then they're, they're gonna call defects and. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Right, because he looks he looks or like a small child. Pia, or wh- whoever governs tons of abuse. abuse. But yeah, like so it's it's just the weirdest not the weirdest, it's just the wrongest thing because as a female who's in and around wrestlers and wrestling all the time, you know, I expect better of all the boys especially right now in the post speaking out period if nothing else your mind should be like hold on i do not want to get wrestling twitter on my ass let me not do some dumb shit let me not touch this girl let me not comment on her ass or anything to that effect that should just be your thought beforehand let me not be a creepy little bastard yeah, I say a creepy little bastard, but let me just be a decent human being. That should be your first thought. But if nothing else, you should worry about your career, what people are going to say, your parents, you know, I've met the stunts, I've met the dad, he's a nice Very guy, nice you know, the mom, yeah. nice, nice people. And it's just like, you know, let's, let's act like I have some home training. Let's act like I wasn't raised by a pack of ravenous heathenous wolves or something so you know shame on logan but again shame on everybody being male or female because there are girls who do this same crazy shit pardon my french um but let's not be inappropriate with people i mean if you think that it's okay to touch somebody before you do it say hey I would like to touch you. And if that person says no, then you know what? Apologize and 
get away from them. Move, go away. Go take your lust, your hands, your eyes, whatever it is that's got you twitching and itching to be a little horn dog away from that person. Take a cold shower. Go uh, watch some porn. Go read a Bible. I don't know, but whatever you need to do, get yourself in order and not be a nasty. There, I use wrestling terms just to get it through your heads, okay? So it just far, doesn't make sense anymore why people try to do this kind of crap. Like yeah. they did they not see what happened two months ago? Pretty much like like seriously. Like people that we considered like, you know, stalwarts of the independent scene are now blackballed, gone, and we'll never see them ever again. Or lawyer trying to lawyer up or whatever. Down. Yeah. Yeah, or trying to lawyer up. Like it makes no sense. And now it just it it, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like first of all, he's not even tall enough to touch a boob. So first, like, why the fuck would you try? I mean, get out of here, little troll. But secondly, again, I know you can read. I know you knew what speaking out was because everybody in wrestling was talking about it. Everybody in wrestling was going in their own minds, going, "Crap, am I next? Is somebody going to tell a story about me?" I remember that I did something in Wichita with that one girl or that one boy or that one. What? Everybody was in their own stuff going, crap, I could be called out at any moment. So this is fresh. It's like literally right a few months ago, like you said, why would you do something so stupid? I don't get it. I really don't. I don't care how drunk, how high, how short, how tall. Don't be an idiot. Well, fuck him too now, even though I never really cared for him. I mean, like, for real. This is really going to stunt his growth. In professional. Uh, oh, oh. Well, well, thankfully, his growth was already stunted. They took, I guess, the more talented of the, the stunts. And he you know, might be the shorter, st- but at least he's not doing anything this stupid. You say that, but I, you know what? I, I always thought that Logan was actually the better wrestler. Mm, well, but he's, he's a piece of person. shit. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah, but now you're like, yeah, but yeah. So forget it, right? I mean, uh, I like, mean, and poor, like poor we, Marco, he can't do anything to, you know, to, to support his brother because, you know, I mean, otherwise uh, he, he'll stop mm-hmm. being the uh, the pet for the Jurassic Park um, in Tallahassee or wherever uh, it is that they are. Jurassic uh, Express. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Sure, whatever. Uh-huh. Still, you know. Jurassic uh, Park. Yeah. It, it, they're coming out with a new thing, a new show, or a new show, so they got me thinking about it, but whatever. Um, yeah, that definitely. I mean, and of all people, and then, of course, uh, the mermaid, what's her name? Uh, tweets out that, oh, Aspen. yeah, you know, because she dated uh, Logan, uh, and then apparently no longer, and she, she came up like, well, now I know why he cheated on me or something like that, or what she got cheated on, so it's like, yeah. <gasps> Oh, so, is yeah. that what all that? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, because they had been they yeah. had dated in the past. Like they had, yeah. they're not to, they're not together currently, but they dated like earlier this year. Yeah, I saw that year. today, and I was yeah. like, oh, where she was talking about like I, I'm yeah. I have a ma- I'm a magnet for the creeps kind of thing or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I heard he had cheated on her before this, and I was like, 
how does a child cheat? Like he's already like 12 years old. Who in the hell? Why in the hell? But this just solidifies his like, you know, bad person status even more. Yeah. Scumbag piece of shit. It's, That's too many words. He's not even that it's tall. Crazy. Yeah. You use more yeah, you put all those letters together to taller than him. Um, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Uh but yeah, it's uh it's terrible. I mean, like we, we really haven't really talked a lot a lot about what's happened this year with the speaking up movement and everything. But I just thought I just hope people would, you know, learn to, you know, don't assume things. Ask. Make sure it's very obvious, you know, this man or woman is into you. You know, they, they, you know, don't, don't let them just uh, make it look like they're giving you the green light. I mean, make them raise the flag, you know, you know, make, make the Cyrus blows hard, you know, just make it super obvious. Like, you know, I, it, this is okay. Yes? Should write a contract if you have to. But, I mean, do not put yourself in a position where, you know, for so long, this kind of behavior has been okay. And you would have thought, you know, that he would have known better. And, you know, I'm sorry, but I believe that, you know, the actions, your actions, you know, are very, you know, tell the kind of people you're around. Because... He had to be around people that encourage this type of behavior for him to think, hey, if a girl gives me a certain vibe, it is okay, right? And, yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. But I, I've, I've said it, though. It's, it's mind-boggling. People just be better. We shouldn't here. be here anymore. Yeah. We, they, we really uh, shouldn't be here anymore. Like what you know? What what can what can human beings be decent at least for once? Just just when you think, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I wonder why there's a pandemic because everybody's an idiot and we're all suffering. Thanks, world. Preach. Thanks, jerks. All it's right. it's, uh, it's very telling to me that like even like you just said because like the the rest of the world's back to a semi state of normal and here we are. But yeah. this is America. I can do whatever the heck I idiots. want. You can't yeah. tell me what to do. If I if I don't want to wear a mask in public, I don't got to wear a mask in public. It's the most selfish country in the entire world. Yep. It's the most entitled. It's all about me. To Neil? Entitled, spoiled. That's what America's saying. It's all about me. Yes. Yeah. That's why uh, but the one people that the two people that it will not be about. Will be Hallow- at Halloween Havoc. Will be Dark Arganos. Because while they got what they thought they wanted in uh, NXT TakeOver rematches, they're not just your typical type of rematches. Uh, they will be spin the wheel, make a deal uh, you know, match uh, for both of them. And uh, I- I've seen this. The, the, the spinning wheel in just the looks of it. I haven't seen what they what the whole thing says, but they do not look like they're gonna be pleasant. Uh, so yeah. Are we gonna get a coal miners glove match? It's a spin the wheel, make the deal, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Coal miner's glove on a pole match. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look, it doesn't matter if it's coal miner's glove on a pole, hell in a cell, ladder match, you know, a monster truck off the roof match. The Garganos are walking out with championship gold this week. Or yeah, you next, said that last Wednesday. time. It, it's last inevitable. Time. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. All right. Well, uh, as we hop off from the land of Eric's bad opinions, uh, Finn Balor will mm. not be getting stripped from the NXT championship yet. He just had uh, surgery to fix his broken jaw, courtesy of Kyle O'Reilly. Um, courtesy of the axe and smash of Kyle O'Reilly is my yeah, guess, yeah. because that's like his Kyle O'Reilly's hardest strike to your face is the axe and mm-hmm. smash. Uh, mm-hmm. But and now uh, it, it wasn't as that he will not be stripped of the title as Karen uh, K- Cross was when he was injured. And, and but yeah. they're gonna give it a few weeks to wait and see how he recovers. Because that's the prince. That's why. Yeah. And then they'll make a decision. Uh, also, Halloween Havoc: Raquel Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley. And Breezango will be defending their tag team championships against uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, so that, that's what we got. And uh, Damian Priest defeated Dexter Loomis this week thanks to um, Cameron Grimes interfering. Uh, I thought they were all supposed to be heels, but it looked like at one point one of them was still uh, was supposed to be a baby face. Who is the baby face? Who is the heel? Are they all heels? Oh, I know it doesn't matter, but still, I want to know. That's a good point. Since all of, since like Dexter Loomis kidnaps people and uh, Damien Priest is like an arrogant kind of heel and Cameron Grimes is kind of an arrogant kind of show-offy kind of heel. It's a little weird that they're all like all three of them together. Yeah, who is who is the the one we're supposed as fans supposed to cheer for and root for in that matchup mm-hmm. between all three? And of them. look, if you made it just a four-way and add Austin Theory, I'm even more confused. Mm, there you mm. go. Because the there way they've go. been booking all these guys, like they booked them against each other, and they know, you know. Doesn't matter who's a good guy or a bad guy, or there's no good guys or bad guys. This is what the stupid things that people say, but um, that's what Vince yeah, Vanna no. said. Well, Vince Vanna said that, not just stupid people. Yeah, not just stupid people like randos, but like important stupid people. Uh, look, look, be, be, being a wrestling god like uh, Vince Man does, does not make, make him not stupid, alright? Well, that, yeah, no, I didn't say it, didn't I? just said it makes an important stupid person. Our yeah, president's stupid an important stupid list. person. Well, mm. no, I mean, jeez, he's in charge of the what? All right, he's in charge um, of the WWE Hall of Fame. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, you know what? Uh, I, I like this match better than uh, Priest's match at uh, NXT TakeOver. I, I did. Yeah, so and, do you like, do you think it was because Priest was better, or do you think that Loomis was a better opponent? What, I think what Loomis made you was like a better opponent. Better I think Johnny? Loomis was a better, yeah, he was better 
they meshed much better. And Johnny's also a heel, so why it makes it even weirder that that Damien Priest is going against him. Are we supposed to be cheering for Damien Priest and nobody told us? I think that was kind of the point is he's the face. Damien oh. Priest is the good guy that we're supposed to be cheering for and we don't really understand why yet. Yeah. Yeah, do we miss that memo? I I barely yes. missed that memo, yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at my fan, fan guy uh, of who I'm supposed to cheer for. Did I get that memo? No, I didn't. I don't remember getting that memo either. Mika, you get that memo? No, no, I really did not. Did not come across my desk. Yeah, totally mm. missed it. Uh, n- n- next time, may I please uh, share the memo with us? Some of these matches are weird for this spin the wheel make a deal. Like the gimmicks? Yeah. Well, that's the point. Well, this must be kind of weird, right? How do we have it? But from the mind of Shotzi Blackheart. Because, like, <laughs> she posted a picture on Instagram, and some of the, the matches are like a casket match, blindfold match, Shotzi's in the way, a TLS match, which I'm going to assume is like tables, ladders, and stairs? Maybe. Or maybe. Tables, ladders, and Shotzi. Like, you can use Shotzi as a weapon. Um, <laughs> a trick or street fight. A we- okay. weapons wild match. Shotzi's okay. choice. And that's the it only just one means that I she can, can see. pick whichever one on there she wants. I want the, glo- the coal miner's glove on a pole match. Yep. Coal Shotzi confirmed. Glove, it is there. Somebody the asked, is there a. Is there. Somebody asked, nah. is there a coal miner's glove match on there? And Shotzi said, yup. Oh, yeah. I really hope that's what we get. <laughs> we get that. Yeah, we get a coal miner's glove match. For Candace glove, and man. EO. Just for Candace there and EO. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. A+. Plus. Should be a fun one. Should be a very fun one. Uh, so speaking of Lester, did I say Lester Loomis? Yes. Dexter Loomis? I... I feel mm-hmm. like I like Lester Loomis better than Dexter I like Loomis. Dexter. You want to say Lester? Dexter. You said Lester Dexter. Loomis, yeah. Sorry. The uh, only Dexter is I like the good value version. The only that's the baby face. Because you know when he goes bad, he becomes Dexter. Shout out to the show coming back for a limited series run. Um, yeah. So. So you like you like I, I you like, like Loomis better like than Dexter. Shaw. Yes, I do. And okay. I don't know if he just perfected the uh, the uh, gimmick, the gimmick kind of, or, or like did he help like him kind of train it? Maybe. Maybe I I just feel like maybe TNA or Impact or whatever it was when he was there didn't just get behind it a hundred percent. I mean the the little I watched. I just feel yes. like it, it wasn't very I mean you just found him in the background of like everybody else's uh, interviews and that's about well, it. Well he had a he had like a a creepy basement for I, I think it was Christy Hemi or he t- he he kidnapped Christy Hemi and like yeah. kept her there for like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and like really yeah. kind of creepy. And then it just oh, got dropped. Yeah, but what did what did it do for his career? You know, it's just like well, nah. he got him signed to WWE. So oh, that, that that is true. But 
yeah, I just I just feel like I don't know. I feel like they would there was a lot of more problem. Like I feel like they could have done a lot more with him when they did have him in the roster. And maybe they just like you know since like they dropped the Hemi thing quickly, maybe they just didn't see it. They see the it's vision possible. of the character. But you know, Dudley Lee likes it, and unlike his well, other more toned down in WWE, yeah. and they had him kidnap bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't yeah. kidnapping. He wasn't kidnapping a woman and like torturing no. her. He was kidnapping bad guys. Roddy, yeah, he just kidnapped Roddy and called it a day. Yeah, Uh-oh. and Roddy's part of Undisputed Era when they were full heels at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, but I don't know. I, I like it better. I just I just thought about it. I'm like, let me let me let me say that. But yeah, that that's 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 all I got for that. Um, so are we ready for? Oh yeah, no. Before I do that, uh, I, I gave thirty seconds to Impact Wrestling. Full Gear will be happening uh, on uh, November seventh. It's only uh, about three weeks away. Uh, and you got Cody defending the TNT Championship. He's now a two-time champion after defeating uh, Brody Lee uh, versus Darby Allen. And FTR will be defending their uh, Tag Team Championships uh, after successfully defeat uh, defending against best friends, Crew Chuck Taylor, um, against oh. a team to be announced uh, in the future. And of course, we'll see the finals of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Uh, let's see if we can make a quick prediction here early on. Uh, we got Penta El Cero Miedo versus Ray Phoenix. Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. And that's the one side of the bracket. The other side of the bracket, uh, Cole Stinking Cabana versus Adam Page. And Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Adam Page takes the whole thing. Versus? <laughs> no, he's, he's just he, he's going to win it. That's what I mean. He's going to win the tournament. Yeah. Not but his bracket. He's going to win the tournament. Who you think he's, can you tell me at least who you think is going to be? Kenny Omega. He's going to go against his old partner, Kenny Omega. And him, him, beating Omega, him beating Omega will be the full rub and making Adam Page a top-level star, which ultimately... He's been brewing for since the start of um, being the elite. He's he was kind of the lackey, but he's been but they were already established stars, and he was still the up and coming. So this will be like his full coming out as like I'm now a top guy kind of moment. Yeah, as much as I hate it, that that was also where I was going with my prediction. Eric, Mika. Uh, I'm gonna take a pass at this one. I have no idea. I'm um, so behind and out of it. I'm just gonna say, who cares? It's AEW. Nobody cares. Mm. I mean, well, somebody will care I mean, because over one million people a week watch it. Okay, they care, sir. Over six yeah. million people watch the Kardashians. That doesn't mean it's a good show. Mm. Well, the tagline: Damn, Don't you chase dreams, hunt goals. Uh, on as AEW gets in full gear on November seventh, 
at Valley's Place. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, also live on iPay on Fi TV for what sixty dollars or something. Fifty or uh, sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, goodness gracious. Yeah, that, especially if you want it in uh, HD 4K, that might be extra. Oh goodness, goodness. yeah, probably so extra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, get your cable box providers and call them now to order it. I'm sure you'll find it there too. All right, well, it's the main event of the evening. It's time to wrap it up with uh, a show that, well, uh, I love. Um, so here we are, 1996, Halloween Havoc. Uh, NWO is running wild. Uh, Eric is three and a half. Um, Patrick uh, you know, is learning how to speak English fluently. Um, Danny's the, the still a punk rocker guy, little guy in uh, high school somewhere. High school, still, I was, I was, I was in high school, but I was living in California at the time. I had, I was, uh-huh. I was not yet moved to Georgia. Would wouldn't move to Georgia until this time next year. Uh, and, and Mika, there I may even try to guess what what was Mika <laughs> like. In uh, October 1996. Hey, I don't remember. <sighs> Probably was in, yeah. my nose was in a book someplace. I was a nerd. Mm-hmm. Sure. That, that's code for something else, guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Being old, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. Wow. Uh, Hulk Hogan was running wild after coming back. He made two, not one, but two. Uh, terror movies that year in uh, Secret Agents Club and uh, Santa with Muscles, uh, but he made time. To, <laughs> he made time to come uh, show up at the end of Bash at the Beach to basically uh, change the wrestling world forever. As the end of break the hearts of millions, break the hearts of millions. He he goes on to. Uh, wrestle uh, the giant to win the uh, WCW World Heavyweight Championship at uh, Fall Brawl. Um, I can't remember if it was between then and here that he wrestled uh, Ric Flair at a Clash of the Champions. It was right after. I can't exactly remember. Uh, But it could have been before either. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, so the big thing here was Hogan versus uh, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh-huh. Macho because, Man, defending WCW, brother. Yeah, and the honor of Elizabeth. You know, I mean, uh, Hogan had tormented uh, Savage and Elizabeth. You know, they had destroyed uh, Macho Man and then the whole streak in the back. I mean, humiliated the man. And these were once best friends. And let's not remember that less than three years before this, the question was, would the Macho Man Randy Savage come to WCW and aid Hulk Hogan or fight against Hulk Hogan? Well, Savage chose to fight with him three years later. Well, that came back to bite him because the Macho Man uh, and the holster friends no more. The Mega Powers explode yet again. So here we are. Brought to you by Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety six. This was my, this was my pick 
for Halloween Havoc is we decided through the month of October that we would each pick a Halloween Havoc and discuss them. Um, so this was my pick because I felt that it was an important time in WCW's history as, you know, it was just in July that the NWO had formed. Wrestling world was changing shape as, as more people were coming in and, um, you know, to watch WCW. The Monday Night Wars really were not quite underway just yet. Um, but they were starting to ramp up. And uh, so you had a lot of, you know, the NWO hadn't formed into quite the the large mass that it would eventually become and had, you know, split and reform and all that stuff was, was yet to come. So this was when nobody knew it was going to happen. The NWO was, their mission was to destroy WCW and bring it down and rebuild it as the NWO brand. Um, so every single match that pitted NWO versus the WCW star was seen as a big deal. Um, it was just, I, I felt this was an interesting time. And I remember NWO, I remember Halloween Havoc 97 because I ordered that pay-per-view and watched that. That was pretty much right after I moved to Georgia. Um, but 96 I thought was a little bit different as it was It was early in the NWO. You still didn't, you know, they hadn't quite taken hold of WCW in the pack capacity that they would let just yet. Yeah. Uh, it was a night of terror and suspense. Uh, and uh, man, uh, yeah, it was a great pick, Danny. Loved it. Uh, after watching 1994 last week, we got here to 1996. And well, here we go. Your opening match of the pay-per-view. Uh, we get... What the hell? Ray... Uh, Ray Mysterio uh, defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Dean Malenko and uh, holy guacamole uh, you couldn't have started this pay-per-view better uh, any other way I mean it was a heck of a match to start the show it was almost the longest match of the night just by a, just by a, a few seconds, five shy seconds, of the main yeah. event. Yeah, according to the Wikipedia Times, just five seconds less than the main event match. But um, these guys always put on great matches. Malenko had had stolen the mask of Rey Mysterio several weeks earlier, and was looking to take the the WCW Cruiserweight Championship from Mysterio. Um, hell of a match, hell of a contest. Dean Malenko wins with a top rope power bomb and folds up Rey Mysterio um, after both guys go for their finishing moves. Uh, Malenko actually kicked out of the the uh, Hurricane Rana. Malenko was unable to put the uh, the Texas Cloverleaf on, but he was the man of a thousand and four holds, thousand and one holds, thousand and four would be Jericho. But um, <laughs> it was uh. It was a hell of a match. Just outstanding start to finish. Great way to start off any show. So, yeah. I loved this match. And I would just like to say that this one match beat the entire uh, pay-per-view from last week. Uh, this one match <laughs> is better than all of 1994's. Halloween yeah. Havoc, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, again, you're 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 a man with very bad opinions, but that's that's all right. Dang. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to be wrong, Patrick. But um, yeah, Dean Malenko is to me one of the most underrated professional wrestlers of all time. 
um, the man made everything. And I think even like Heenan and Shivani commented on it. Like people booed him, but why did they boo him? Because he wasn't a rule breaker. He, he wasn't a rule breaker. He legitimately went in, got his business done and left because yeah. he was just that damn good. They didn't, they didn't like the fans <coughs> like that. He didn't play up to the crowd and didn't go for cheers. He was yeah. literally just a hard nosed fighter. And that's why he was called the Iceman. Because yeah. he just legitimately did not care about the fanfare. He wanted to go yeah. in, work, get get paid, when, go home. Get paid yeah. and go home, yeah. Exactly. Got to go to the pay window, daddy. Um, but Great to hear Dusty on commentary for the show, too. I love Dusty on commentary. He was always so funny. Dusty on commentary is gold. WCW, where the big boys play. Where the big boys play, daddy. Get the, the big plunder. Boys play. WCW, uh, where the big boys play. <laughs> um... Sorry, but um, Malenko and Mysterio had such a great feud in, in WCW. I wish I wish Malenko could have stayed around a little bit longer so that it might have got seen in a bigger audience in WWE. Um, but, well, I, I don't even know. By that time, Mysterio's knees were kind of shot. Malenko was kind of shot. They were both different men at that point. Yeah, that was yeah. the problem. Yeah. Like watching watching 96 Mysterio here reminds me why I loved him so much. Why everybody kid. loved him. Yeah. Oh, I loved him so like, he was one of my favorites. I had that high fl- I had that fly high flying fury mysterio t shirt. Like the old WCW I, I, one. I think when 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 I can remember which was like ninety six, ninety seven when I could start like remembering who my favorites were, it was pretty much, you know, like Goldberg was like my number one because I was a WCW guy. My dad didn't want me to watch that raunchy WWF stuff. Um, so like, you know, Goldberg was the guy in WCW. So obviously the man. I, I was I was team Goldberg. Um, I'm just going by off of shirts that I had when I was a kid. I remember DDP was one of my favorites, as he should yep. be, because he was great. And then I had pretty much every piece of Rey Mysterio merch that you could buy. I had a t-shirt. I think I had a like a foam mask. I had three or four of his action figures. Like, I loved Rey Mysterio. And it, I... I I, I don't know. It, it's it's still cool to see him wrestle, but he's not he's not the same as you would expect of an almost fifty year old man now. Well, not, not not well, not just that he's not the same. It's the thing is he inspired a generation of okay. him. Yeah, essentially. Of him. Yeah. So so all the stuff that he did that when we were kids was like the first time we'd ever seen that maneuver. The first time. We'd ever seen somebody do such and such and such and such. He was blowing our minds like every single week. But now then it became like that he inspired a whole generation of people who do that on the regular. Yeah. So now the point is, is as he's as you mentioned, as he's older, he can't he can't push the bar anymore. He pushed yeah. the bar for so long. Now people took where he pushed the bar and threw it even further out. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he does some of the same stuff that he did back then. But it just doesn't have that same effect. We're desensitized almost to what that's he's actually, doing. That's actually a good I call mean, out, yeah. You, you look at Mysterio's trajectory, you know. Uh, 
10 years later, I, nine and a half years later, but technically 10 years later, he would become WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, a totally, completely different wrestler. You know, I mean, uh, this is post Eddie's death, you know, the, the whole, I do this for Eddie run. And I mean, when he, he get, when he first got to WWE, uh, he had to, you know, get bigger, I think, to really be taken seriously. I and mean, he had to become something different to appease, you know, whatever, Vince man or whatever. But a whole different type of beast and era, I think, regardless. Uh, and he had to wrestle yeah. for people who didn't know how to wrestle the Lucha style. He had to right. wrestle a more American style. Because yeah. it's all, you know, it's all about characters, right? Not necessarily, yeah. you know, what you could what do you in can, the ring. Know, yeah, yeah, great. Can, you can work, but can you get over? And I think yeah. that's the one thing. You know, it's like you knew mysterious work got him to the dance. Now it's like, well, what else can you do? And you know, the six one nine, and you know, that's got over, and the, the mask. And, you know, th- there will never be another Rey Mysterio. Uh, I feel like, you know, no. many times they try to look for another, uh, you know, Latino superstar. And I think, you know, people, you know, some people in the you know, entertaining, you know, wrestling, entertaining, sports entertaining business, you know, may, and this may be a, a different topic for a different day, but based on everything Ray's done to this day, people could see him as the biggest Latino star ever in professional wrestling. And that no, that's knowing that Eddie was with us. But Eddie, unfortunately, his life was cut short. What could it have been, you know? But I think, I think yeah. at this point, in my opinion, Ray has supplemented Eddie as the biggest Latino star in the, in the world of professional wrestling. And You're- the... I was just going to say, you're probably not wrong. I was I was sitting here wondering. I was like, is it Eddie or is it Ray? But in terms of, you know, like longevity and the impact on the sport, it more than likely is Ray because, like Danny said earlier, you know, Mysterio influenced pretty much everybody that you see wrestling, what, from 05 to now, probably. Um and Eddie, as fantastic and amazing as he was, you know, he 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 did have his demons. He he wasn't on the main stage for what he. I think he got kicked out of WWF in '01, came back mid '02, so he had like a year out of the the limelight. Not to mention his injury in WCW. So <clears throat> I don't I don't think it's as far of a stretch to say that. Ray is the biggest Latino star in wrestling. And and I as I think it's telling that Vince has tried so hard to find the new Eddie and the new Ray, but he's tried with, with Del Rio, with Sin Cara, insert here, I mean, insert here. Carlito to an extent. Carlito, you know, like- yeah. <clears throat> but you can't replicate Rey Mysterio and you can't replicate Eddie Guerrero. They had something special. Yeah. And, and Mika Villas 
Uh, to 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 kind of go over Eric's point and something I didn't want to ask you is like when you hear WWE looking for the new star, what did they say? I'm we're, they're looking for the next Rey Mysterio. You don't hear anybody saying, "I'm looking." We're looking for the next Eddie Guerrero. No, they they really don't. Um, Ray was everything that they needed a, a Latino star to be. They needed him to come from or have a heritage, Rey Mysterio Jr. They needed him to be a luchador without the ma- with the mask because, again, that kind of brings back, you know, generations of history. He's personal. He's a family man. He's also a great wrestler. Um, and from his youth to even right now in his, his golden years, I guess we can almost call it, not only has he done so much for the business and given so much for the business, he's got literally his entire family right now in the business of wrestling. And um, you didn't have those same troubles that you had from um, from a Eddie, from a, if you come future, from a Alberto Del Rio. Um, Ray's done everything right, and he's given the business um, not just his body, but a, a good body of work that he can look back on. And this, you know, that match, if, you, if you've never seen a Rey Mysterio match in his, literally in his youth, in his prime, if you show somebody that match and they already liked, was a Rey fan, there will be even a bigger Rey Mysterio fan just kind of watching that WCW with Dean Malenko. Um, Malenko, God, I, I like Malenko. I love Rey. Um, and this was just a showcase. WCW had talent. They may not have business smarts, but they had a butt ton of talent. And kicking off the show with that match shows just how much talent that they had and they didn't know what to do with. What's no. crazy to me, honestly, like for all of his faults that we give Bischoff about like his business acumen or whatever, I, I don't know if wrestling would be what wrestling is now without Bischoff because he was the one that introduced the, the cruiserweights. He was the one... That brought the the luchadors from Mexico. He was the one that essentially made the undercard the most important part of WCW. I don't without without the the luchadors and all that. How long does WCW honestly last with with just the Hogan's and the Flares and the Savages? Honestly, like no, well, the undercard was where the rest. The undercard was where the wrestling was, and yeah. then the upper card was where your characters were your big stars and your characters. But they weren't going to have these technical competitive wrestling matches like the undercard was. Um, I mean, like, before we get off onto the tangent, let's let's try to focus back to the show. Because um, the second match features somebody else that we were talking about. It's Diamond Dallas Page versus Eddie Guerrero. So yeah, this was I Eddie was- Guerrero when he mm-hmm. was still fighting as a heavyweight primarily because yeah. he was a former United States champion before he went down to cruiserweight. And had his big epic battles with, with Ray and with the and then formed the LWO and all this. He came in as a heavyweight. He was wrestling for the United States Championship against Malenko and all this post uh, ECW. Yeah, definitely. And Dallas Page in his pre Nirvana. Yeah, he was he was Diamond Dallas Page, uh, but he wasn't yeah. quite the the People's Champion DDP. He was still the no, no. DDP. He had he had gone from uh, you know the diamond you know the the, the leader of the diamond club or the di- exchange I don't know the diamond exchange so sure, whatever exchange. it was something 
uh, th- th- then he went broke and he was, you know, um, he was peddling, uh, asking for change in the gas at the gas stations. Uh, and then WWE gave him another shot. He came in and won the Battle Bowl in su- at Super Bowl. So now he's got this Battle Bowl ring that he's defending against Eddie Guerrero. That was in 95. Um, well, because he still had he- no. Because he won the Battle Bowl ring in 95 because in 96, Eddie Guerrero won the Battle Bowl ring and DDP's like, I don't know where it is. Yeah. Oh, right, right. That he was won the Battle Bowl. Then he Eddie won broke. Battle Bowl. Yeah, he won Battle Bowl. Then he went right. broke. Yeah, he, I remember. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because then he feuded with the Booty Man. And that's how he lost oh, Kimberly. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us about the Booty Babe and the Booty Man. Um, yeah, thank you. You're, well, you're welcome that. for that, sir. Uh, try to raise it for, for my for own memories. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a fun match. Uh, my goodness, Eddie. No matter what type of match you put him, no matter in what situation, no matter what storyline, Eddie comes out and he looks his money. It's like you can't. Like I know he's had his issues and he's had his. Troubled past, and he's had his demon. But when you see demon free Eddie, he's the best there is out there. That's just when he's on, you, you know, he's on. I mean this this was a good match. It, it was it was DDP still as a heel. He was bigger. He was more powerful than Eddie. So Eddie was going to use his speed and his quickness. He was going to use some of his lucha skill to try and and throw DDP off his game. Um, DDP hits hits a very unusual diamond cutter in the fact that at first he grabs Eddie in like a cravat and cranks his neck. And Eddie doesn't realize he's not going for a cravat, so Eddie continues to crank. So when DDP dives down for the diamond cutter, Eddie's neck is still kind of cranked funny and like hits and lands really weird. It was a very unusual diamond cutter. I guess it was still in the early stages of the diamond cutter um, as it is, but they were still talking about it as though, you know, it's the most, you know, it's a devastating maneuver. It's, it's spectacular. It's impactful. It's, you know, nobody's kicked up from it, et cetera, et cetera. So even when he hits it with hits Eddie with it and taunts for a little bit before going for the pin, um, Eddie's still just out cold from the diamond cutter, just, but an outstanding match from two. I mean, I honestly, two of the best. I consider DDP one of the best that there's been, and uh, and I I will argue that fact up and down with anybody. I mean, I don't disagree with you, especially I think even he and touched on it um, in the match. You know, he he said that DDP is the best and is one of the best in the world, and just thinking about like the age that he started from, I, th- I think he yeah. said something along those lines. He had his first um, match when he he had his first official match when he was 34 years old. Yeah, and, and and I think Heenan said something along those lines about his age when yeah. he started, and you know, like he's not an a, a long time experienced veteran like some of these other guys are. Like this is how I heard DDP being described one time. He's forty five. He looks thirty five, but he moves like he's twenty five. There you and go. I thought, that's, yeah, that's the best way to describe. I'm pretty sure at this match, Eddie had more experience than DDP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, by probably by a lot of years. By, at least, I was about to say probably by double. Um, yeah, at least. But it was one of the most 
it was probably my second favorite match of the night, honestly, behind the Ray Dean match. Um, if you put Eddie in a match with a cruiserweight, he can work that style. If you put him in a match with a heavyweight, he can work that style. He's so versatile. And DDP was actually really good at working with the cruiserweight division as well. He was – DDP was so versatile, and so was Eddie. And they just – they meshed well together. And I think that's what made DDP such a great, uh, within two to three years, world champion is because he could just – flat out go with whoever they put him in the ring with. He also had the New Jersey triad, but you know. The Jersey triad was phenomenal. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, yeah. So next up, uh, here we go. All right. We get uh, the NWO takeover. Uh, the Giant defeats Jeff Jarrett by DQ in uh, a match. Um, it was way longer yeah. than it should have been. They, 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 I mean, look, there was probably Jeff maybe Jarrett three minutes as, of wrestling. Jeff Jarrett as a babyface is, is, is weird to me now because the majority of his career, the most success he had as his career was as, as the heel. So seeing him as a babyface now is almost like, it, like, whoa, really? Like, people were cheering for this guy? <laughs> so, this yeah, match I mean, why were they sleep? cheering? <laughs> I think I texted Danny earlier, and I told him the homework put me asleep. Um, you know, and, I felt like homework, and I was like, versus Jeff Jarrett in the babyface match? <laughs> and I was like, how did you know? <laughs> um God, this match went on about 30 minutes longer than it should have. I don't even think I, uh, the match was 30 minutes long. But was, my God, it felt like it. It drugged. Uh, what was 96 Giants? So and was, then Rick, he was still super young. Yeah, year yeah, He was like business. 20, 21 maybe. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett is the underdog babyface fighting against the Giant who was carrying around the WCW United States Championship even though he had not won the WCW United States yeah. Championship. You know, he, had, he had taken it from Flair once after he injured Flair. Yeah. Um, and Flair, even though he was not clear to wrestle, still cuts a promo and still makes himself the deciding factor in this match when he punches Giant low and gets Jeff Jarrett disqualified. That's Ric Flair, the glory which, hand for you, huh? Yeah, which outcome the, the horseman... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And All the horsemen it, come and... out. Yeah. And it was also weird. Pandemonium. It was weird to hear Jarrett's theme music not being my world. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, yeah. like, I can't. I, I remember his WWF theme, the, like, doom, 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 doom. But, like, the, the one song that sticks out is just my world. Yeah. Well. One that will always stick out to me will be spending my days. So, well, with yeah. my baby tonight. Mm -hmm. Spending well, uh, my day well, working hard on the go. Oh, I didn't want to, like, you know, ruin your ear by singing the whole song. But, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. On yeah, the next the, match, because this match was terrible. We're going to spare Mika from this match, but we'll start with the, yeah. the next match. But it was, it, was an, it, was match. it was NWO versus WCW. Yeah. And it was the first NWO-WCW match of the show. 
And yeah. NWO six, got the win by DQ. Six versus Chris Jericho. Uh, less than 10 minutes. We got this was uh, yeah. six's in ring debut, is mm-hmm. the way they were talking about it. Is that six had, had been in the, you know, joined the NWO. He had right been up. in the brawls, but he hadn't really had a, a official match. And he would go against the Lionheart. Chris Jericho defending WCW, brother. Baby, no, that was Adam Cole. Never mind. With that gorgeous Adam Cole was still maybe not even a baby at this time. Adam Cole was born in 1989. He was still a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Even Adam Cole is older than Eric. There you go. Yep. I mean, that just congratulations. (laughs) Shows that you're the true baby. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're the baby of the FOW podcast. Chris Jericho hits the lion salt, but he hits it to Six's back for whatever weird reason. Yeah. And like doesn't even go for doesn't even go for a pin right away. I was like, I thought that was his finish. Like er, in his early WCW days was the Lion Salt. Yeah. I feel like these two have had better matches since then. This one didn't click a hundred percent on for me. Uh, I mean, I like it nonetheless, and you know, uh, six winning with the spinning kick, will kick that, that yeah. was fun. Spinning heel kick was nice because that was a, it seemed like it came out of it was a little more surprise than mm-hmm. most of six's finishers that had to be larger setup. Even the X Factor, you kind of had to set up somewhat. And let's right. not mention or forget to mention Nick Patrick, the. The NWO with referee brace, with his neck with brace his neck and his brace slow the whole night long. He, had, yeah. he was not yet in the the, the NWO referee. It was suspected that he was, yeah. but he wasn't yet. Yeah, but they were already talking about it yeah. like he was like he wasn't really playing it down the middle. He was on the NWO right. payroll, is what they were talking about it like. But even yeah. Bishop was a part of the NWO at this point. He hadn't not he yet, was no. a member of the NWO yeah. yet. He wouldn't be part of the NWO about, to like late November. Yeah. Yeah. By the time we talk about next year's uh, Halloween Havoc, yeah, we'll have a, a heel um, uh, area issue. Uh, but yeah, good match. Uh, next up, we had Lex Luger and Anna Anderson uh, in a grudge match. Of course, uh, at uh, football, uh, at Arn, Lex, uh, Rick, and Sting uh, unsuccessfully teamed up uh, against the uh, NWO in War Games. And at this point, well, uh, Sting had told their fans and all the wrestlers and all his friends and everyone backstage that they could stick it and disappear. Uh, but that left Luger high and dry and, of course, um, the horsemen blame Lex for all the failures and then uh, for losing the match. And here we go, Lex Luger with uh, with one crazy hairdo, Mika Villas. What do you think? Uh, you, you're usually the one with the best the best hair out of our group. Um, what do you think about that, dude? That was I don't. I don't know if that was a do. It was more of a don't. Um, Lex he looked like Farrah Fawcett. He looked like Farrah yeah. Fawcett. It was like feathered and fanned outwards. 
Like his hair was thin. It was it's always been kind of thin, but it was like feathered outward to try to make it look like he had more hair than he did. That that was one of those I think before hair club for men type deals, and like you said, it was him trying to make it look like he had a full glorious head of hair because you know back in that time frame, wrestling hair was very very important. You wanted to have flowing Goliath type locks, and you wanted to look like a, a bad dude with good girl hair. So um, Lex had the body. He just did not have the hair to go with the body, and it was or the wrestling talent. It, uh, yeah, that too. Again, he had the body, he didn't have the hair, and, you know, thank God. The talent, Arn, the charisma. You Arn know, could go in there and wrestle a broom, but not a mop, because, you know, that was Perry Saturn much later, but could go in there and make anybody look good. He made Mop-y. Lex look good in the ring, but not that hair. Nothing but a, a, a straight razor could have made that hair look good. I mean, if Fair Fawcett's hair and... Albert Einstein's hair had a baby. That's probably what it looked like. Um, yeah, and that's why it we was definitely a, a, a weird dude. That's why. Uh, but yeah, so the, the so the match I think was a good build. Like we like WCW already knew their goal was to get to uh, Hogan versus Thing at Starcade 1997. Uh, but in the meantime, we needed. Challengers against Hogan for the next year and a half. Of course, uh, by the end of the show, we knew who was next. But after that, what does your 1997 look like? And I think Lex was a guy that they could be. That could be one of those guys. Uh, you know, after coming in uh, with a big fanfare uh, uh, at the at the very first ever Nitro uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, to then do, jo, sorry, joining the Dungeon of Doom, becoming this healed guy, uh, to now, here we go. It's like, n- now we, we see the new Lex. It's like, okay, now Lex is something he's, he wants to fight for. And then we would eventually see Lex turn full baby face. And, um, you know, 1997 was probably, the in, in most people's eyes, at least in my opinion, Lex Luger's first ever year ever. I mean, the Lex Express was definitely something, but as far as, you know, the 1997, when he became, you know, WCW World Champion for five days, I think it was five days, less or more or less, but yeah, um, six days, I think, uh, I can't remember. Uh, But yeah, so I think this was a good way. I mean, it worked because and with that, he needed to have a big match. And here he had a good match with, I mean, called kudos to Anderson. Arn Anderson, one of the best wrestlers out there. He just, uh, he knows how to, you know, use the whole ring and use every single minute. I, I feel like it, this match was really drawn up by, with Arn in charge. And, you know, the rest free bump was done to perfection. And, just you can tell, you know, it's not just the wrestling and the showmanship, it's the psychology. Uh, you can appreciate it when you see Arn Anderson in the match, you get that out, and it made Lex Luger look huge in this match. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really good match. I, I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't a great match, but I felt it was really good, especially given the story, you know, that after war games and Lex submitted, you know, for his team. 
the horseman would lay him out, try to injure him. So now Lex was like more pissed off than ever. And he was coming after Arn, not to only submit him, but he was going to injure him. He was going to hurt him. And by the end of the match, you know, he had hit him with a chair several times. He put him in the rack. He refused to let him go. And the rack was treated as like this dangerous hold. You know, only a few seconds in it, it was already worth submitting because you weren't going to go anywhere. You were you were just in excruciating pain. You know, Arn Anderson gets taken out on the stretcher by the end of the match. You know, afterwards, um, Lex Luger looking just absolutely like a million dollars because he was going to, you know, I, until Sting was to come back, Lex Luger was going to be the guy to try and save WCW. Um, and this positioned him to look like uh, an, an unstoppable force. Yeah. Um, you know, back to something Patrick was saying about war games, it kind of was all Lex Luger's fault because Luger did not trust Sting. And had Luger just trusted his friend, you know, the guy he had run with for two, three years at this point, like, you know, maybe maybe we don't even get the NWO uh, as powerful as it was because Sting, Luger, and the Horsemen would have taken care of him. But this match was pretty good. Uh, I don't feel like Arn gets as much credit as he should as an as a active competitor. Uh, he was pretty much carrying this match. Uh, Luger doesn't really, you know, rock my world as a professional wrestler. And, yeah, it was pretty good. It was – I think it was a shock well, let, to see Arn Anderson quit because even, like, Heenan was like, "That's that never happens. Yeah, Arn is supposed to be one of the toughest guys there around. Um, yeah. But even, you know, even though Lex Luger was not a great professional wrestler – he was a good worker. He knew how to do what he needed yeah. to do. Yeah. So he did he he did very minimal, you know, like there wasn't a lot of spectacular maneuvers. He did the gorilla press slam and a power slam. Other than that, it was pretty much brawling. But it, but yeah, you, Lex mate knew how to make it look look legit. Yeah. And I mean it's yeah. not a knock on him, like at all. No, it's no, not. No. He he did what he was good at and Made a lot of money doing it. So, I mean, you can't really knock the guy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, next up, uh, we get uh, Steve McMichael in a handicap match against the Faces of Fear. Um, <laughs> totally kidding with that, but I figured you guys would enjoy that. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Steve McMichael, uh, well, and let's just don't forget the, the Dungeon of Dooms. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, Taskmaster, uh, Big Bubba. Sitting and, at ringside. Uh, and Conan, a very well, Conan odd trio part, of gentlemen. Yeah. Well, he, you know, Conan, he was, he was Big Bubba Rogers, yeah. and yeah. Kevin Sullivan, a very odd trio of gentlemen sitting yeah. sitting at ringside watching. The, 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 yeah, the Dungeon of Doom there uh, cheering on uh, for against Arn, of course, you know, the Dungeon of Doom and... The horsemen have had tenacious uh, relationship here the last few uh, years, thanks to uh, Brian Pillman and, and Redacted. Uh, but alas, here we go. The next match, Steve McMichaels and Redacted. With woman, a oh woman, would you marry me now? And uh, may she rest. <laughs> I, and uh, and De- Deborah, 
uh, I guess she wasn't that queen there right year, was she? Not I yet. She remember. wasn't queen. No, she um, wasn't. She wasn't. De- she was yeah. still in the, like the beauty queen dress, but she didn't have the sash on. I don't think she wasn't. Yeah. Versus the uh, faces of fear, me and uh, the artist formerly known as one half of the head shrinkers, the barbarian, uh, with Jimmy Hart in there in the corner, representing the Dungeon of Doom. Um, so I mean, it was a pretty good match. It was just, yeah. you know, it was pretty much a brawl. The faces of fear yeah, pretty much beat the crap match. out of yeah, very meaty match. Uh, the face of fear pretty much beat the crap out of Mongo and Benoit, and uh, until they introduced the uh, the Halliburton briefcase, they kept talking about it as a metal briefcase that was going to help them win, and um, it even took the briefcase plus Benoit's top rope diving headbutt to get the win. Um, but yeah, it was just a big meaty match, just just guys hitting each other hard. Not really doing a whole lot of flashy stuff, just beating the tar out of each other. Yeah. Um, this this wasn't my favorite match. Um, I, I think I was just waiting for a Mongoism, but there wasn't Yeah, one. I was waiting for, for a big one, and I didn't see one either. I was a little disappointed that I didn't um, see well, his like, I, goofy cell on something. I, I yeah. think that the, the Faces of Fear... It made a point of beating the crap out of Mongo, so he wouldn't uh, do a Mongo. Uh, I think so. I texted Danny the same thing. I said he knew better than to, to mess with the Barbarian and Ming. Yeah. Um, uh, Mika, uh, are you a fan of uh, Mongo McMichael, the wrestler? Are we still there? No, she's on break. She's uh, no, no, I'm, I'm here. I had, here. To, I had to, I, I had to think about that. Um, so as a wrestler, a lot to be desired. But you know, he is Steve McMichaels. He is a Chicago Bear. He is a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of the man. I, I have a Mongo and a Flair story. Um, Do you? Flair and Mongo he, he, were. He think you in, were? He think you were uh, Deborah one time? Uh. <laughs> No, I, Deborah was it? Deborah, Deborah actually was there as well. Um, and Flair was with one of his wives or whatever. And we were, I was out at a an after hours establishment, and I'm on the dance floor. And who do I bump into? Ric Flair, literally. Wait, so you I'm were like, Holy crap! At an adult establishment. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. I said after hours. Why did I say adult establishment? That makes it even more seedy than it was. My God. <laughs> yeah, as I'm as I'm go-go dancing at this club, yeah, bumping to Ric Flair, and I'm just like, holy crap, it's Ric Flair. And I'm like, I'm going to dance with Ric Flair, and I look like and he right there. And he starts riding up on you with his, with his old self. Yeah. No, did he just go, no, woo, no. Woo, 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 woo. There was a did you write uh, uh, Stone Mountain? Uh, uh, <laughs> Space Mountain. Space Mountain. I did not get a chance. Night? I did not get a chance to ride Space Mountain because there was Flair, there was Mongo, and um, the, the 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 two blondes. One was Deborah, and the other one was one of Flair's chicks. Um, gave me a dirty look and my friend pulled me away and was like, what are you doing with those, that old dude? And I'm like, it's Ric Flair. Oh my God. She's like, who? So no. Um, 
I, I, I did not get to ride Space Mountain. I was pulled on a line. So, but yeah. I yeah, like my long, long line that day, person. huh? Yeah, I, I was I was about to face off with two blondes first and like, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I just I just wanted to party with Flair. That's it. Mm. There you go. All right. This next time stretch started a more, yeah, you were dancing in a club. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that. Uh, and you're coming you're into the evening here. The outsiders uh, who have been wrecking havoc, pun intended, uh, since uh, mm-hmm. they made their uh, presence felt uh, in that that's this summer, uh, that past summer. I uh, finally got a shot against the Harlem Heat uh, with Sister Sherry and Colonel Robert Parker, of course. Har- the tag team division in WCW, for the most part, for the last two years, year and a half, was the Harlem Heat's division. Uh, at this point, nobody could touch them. They run through everybody and anybody. And here they go. The Outsiders against Harlem Heat. And in 13 minutes, uh, shenanigans and uh, tired, tired, tired. Thingy, whatever the tire thing. No, it was is just it was just a cane. Uh, it was it was Colonel Parker's cane. Oh, was it a metal thing? Yeah, it was Colonel yeah. Parker's cane because Colonel Parker came in and Nash took the cane, like grabbed him by the collar, and and Colonel Parker handed him the cane, and they were like, he handed him the cane and then ran for his life. <laughs> it was Colonel Parker who lost those titles for the for the Harlem Heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't want to get beat. Mm-hmm. Did you blame him? He knew what that cane could do. He knew the damage it could bring. Yeah. But here we go. The the outsiders. Too sweet and out of the way. They are the new tag team champions. Because the as as Ross, Scott Hall would say, one more for the bad guys. I mean, this was just further. Furthering the the NWO takeover of WCW, you know Hollywood Hulk Hogan had the champ the the world championship. The giant was in possession, although not the holder of the United States championship. And the Outsiders here now win the tag team championship, albeit with a lot of shenanigans. Um, they you know the record books state that they were the official champions. So further NWO takeover. Um, I mean, the match itself was pretty good. I enjoyed it, it although there were the shenanigans. It's they still played into it. Um, but Harlem Heat is a whole different tag team than they were as singles guys, you know. Um, but they were they were like you said, it was pretty much their division for a long time, and they were just put over as these you know, bruisers and tough guys who had been in fights since they were kids and, you know, nobody could stop them. And, and as a team, you know, since they were brothers, they they knew each other inside and out, knew what the other was going to do and all those cliches. Uh, but it was it was just, you know, Harlem Heat gets, gets beat with the shenanigans and loses the tag team championships. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good match. Um, I've not really been a big fan of Hall and Nash as a tag team, 
I just don't really, I never really thought they were that great as a tag team. Um, but I love Harlem Heat. I think Harlem Heat's one of the most underrated tag teams. I, I feel like, you know, Booker Booker gets his due, but they don't really ever give Stevie the due of, you know. Put some respect on Stevie Ray's name. Yeah, essentially. Um, I, I did think it was funny with the cane and, and you know, like 20 seconds later, Shivani's like, Colonel Robert Parker's. There goes Mika's DMs. Um, yep. Blowing up. No, that's it is it is the witching hour. It, it, is, it is dancing time at the, at the grown up club. Yeah, yeah. That was Danny. He wants Ric Flair blowing her up. Yeah, <laughs> he wants his grind back. Um, yeah, but that, that, hey, that, that, that's her notification. Uh, uh, Space Mountain is not open. <laughs> it's her turn. God. But yeah, it was a it was a pretty good tag team match. But I loved like like I said, I loved that Shivani Shivani was like twenty seconds later. Well, Robert Parker's out of the building. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I enjoyed this tag team match more than I enjoy a lot of the outsiders stuff. The outsiders, right. the outsiders were. I mean, Hall and Ash were 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 gods. You know, they were rock star gods. They were in the height. Of their, you know, their shenanigans, the height of their popularity is about to take off right here. And they were just doing what they do best. Going in, looking like badasses, coming out badasses, and, you know, doing their damn thing. I liked it. Them as a tag team just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I like them better than any other version of Nash and anybody else. I like Nash with Hall. Those two. I like the Insiders better. Yeah, I was I was a fan of the Insiders. Hmm. 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 I think that's what we're gonna chalk it up to. There you go. Plus, you're still young. You're still a child. You were you were you were born like last year. It feels like. Um, I don't know why yeah. my age gets brought into this so freaking much. Like I'm 28. It's not like I'm three. You were three, <laughs> you were three, three when this, this came out, though. You were three years old when this came out. When you were uh. three, when you watch the show. If you were watching, could you speak? Like, I don't know, I mean, different kids, you know. Could you, like, speak in complete sentences at three, three and a half? <laughs> Nash sucks. That's what he could say. <laughs> screw you. It's my, no, I guess they weren't doing screw you yet. Never mind. No, no, the, we, we say that for Space Mountain, Mika. <sighs> I'm done. I'm so done right. here. Okay, we're moving All on. Right. Moving on. The main event of the evening in Hollywood, Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. And and here he comes uh, sporting uh, his hairdo from uh, the Secret Agents Club. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. This was Hogan at his D-bag best. 
like yeah, you, absolutely you just tell. just playing it up as as I'm Hollywood now. I'm super cool and like, but he wasn't yeah. super cool. He had his Santa, hair on. Macho man. What he mentioned? Yeah, golly, Santa with muscles. And then he he had finished up filming on on the three ninjas, uh, Mega yeah. Mountain, whatever high high stakes at Mega Mountain or whatever the heck the movie's called, so like the three ninjas sequel. So he talked about that. Even I thought it was weird that all night long, since I guess NWO wasn't sharing the locker room with WCW, they were coming out a side tunnel there at the arena, and and like Ted DiBiase was giving each guy intros. That was great. Love it. Loved it. But the Macho Man yeah, rips but, off that spiky hair pretty quick, shoves it in his it mouth. On, that's hilarious. Yeah, puts it on, shoves it in Hogan's mouth, trying to make him eat the the toupee. Hollywood, yeah. this. Yeah, I I felt I felt from top to bottom uh, that this match uh, was it a great match. No, but I mean it was a Hogan versus Savage a match, and those. With a Hogan as a heel, I had never seen before. That made it different. Uh, so see him as a, as a heel was weird, but it, it, at that time it worked. And man, people were rooting for Randy so hard uh, after everything that the Hogan had had done to him and Liz. Uh, but but yeah, here we go, and it, it's time for some revenge and. Uh, he passes out eventually. The giant comes in and destroys Savage, puts Hogan on top of him. Uh, Nick Patrick, of course, uh, uh, calling it down the middle. Yeah, um, as it, in, uh, in favor of NWO, as he would. And uh, yeah, the champion, and uh, who had to be revived. With cold, with, with ice, ice cold water, water. yeah. <laughs> After the match, and then he gets up and has a twenty-minute talk with 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 the returning Roddy Piper. That that was as soon as his music. It was hit. like the the match was. It's like the talk with Roddy Piper was longer than the actual match for the yeah. championship. But it was great. It's probably one of my biggest, my favorite things. And what I like about, and Eric, I like to get your thoughts on this, is, man, how different that they're doing the promo, and then it seems like it's over. Hogan says something to, uh, to Piper. He comes back, and they start going at it again, and they cut off the feed. Yep. They're like, we're out of time later, and they're still talking. Piper's in the middle of a sentence, and they cut out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you that was kind of cool. That. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't, you didn't really see that back then. You kind of don't see it now either. It's just, uh, I guess it was to leave you wanting more for Nitro. Cliffhanger. <laughs> a, a great cliffhanger, but now, now I, I mean, I, I, the back in those, I mean, I wasn't into like uh, the message boards or things like that, so. I stay very spoiler free for the first 10, 15 years of my wrestling fandom here. Uh, my mind blew when, when Piper's music hit and he came and uh, he was only he was as good as Piper is always in the mic. And 
I loved every minute. What did you guys think about? Uh, because the match was a match, but the post match was basically the biggest thing here. Uh, is leading in, in, in is what ended up setting up uh, not only their match at Starcade, but it, Eric Bischoff's heel turn was brought on because of the Piper feud. Mm. I just love that he's like, like, I'm shooting, let me have this. I'm a millionaire, I can do what I want. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, and it's that line, the, like, the giant, oof. call him Sprout. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, Sprout. Serve. It's Piper. It's Piper. Piper remember, they were talking earlier about CompuServe, and they're like, you could check out the live feed audio on CompuServe, and we'll have different wrestlers there on the World Wide Web. I was like, oh, yes. If this doesn't date that, I don't know what does. But, like, so they have the big the big talk and, and see this. It would bring Piper in. It would continue even into next week's show, which is Halloween Havoc 1997, where the main event was Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Roddy Piper inside a cage. Yeah. So we literally did, continued did. their feud from WrestleMania 1 all the way until next year's, until the following years, which will be our, our talk subject next week is Halloween Havoc 1997. Yeah. So as we close it up and wrap this show up, let's go ahead and give our final grades. I'm going with this show with a B plus. I got a second your B plus. It wasn't spec. There were a couple things that were kind of eh. Jarrett and the, and the Giant, even Luger and Arn at times, and then Steve... You know, and the Horseman versus the Face of Fear was kind of eh, but um, I really enjoyed the show. The wrestling, I felt, even the matches that weren't super great, I felt the wrestling was still good. I was still entertained, invested in the matches. Um, the the end talk segment I felt went on a little long because it just kept it felt like it kept going and kept going, and they weren't really resolving anything. And then it cut out, and nothing was still resolved. Um. But I, I definitely have a second year B plus. Yeah, I gotta go with a B plus as well. I thought it was a pretty good show. Like you said, minus a couple of the things. Um but yeah, it was it was a good show all in all. B B plus. I would have given it a B minus because I don't like the giant, but this was his initial whatever. And he wasn't the big show yet, but Anytime he's around, I don't like it. But B plus. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's it for us. That's a wrap for us. Until next week, we discuss how we have in 1987 and much more. Uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, uh, and uh, iTunes. Uh, also, check us out on the Twitter machine at at uh, at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Well, she's better be wrapping presents for Christmas for us. That's um, not me. <laughs> I'm blaming it on you. Uh, Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter <laughs> at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. Bye.